What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, or being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the first of the month. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Your rent is due, yo. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And ladies, are if you... I'm in a bind, Nate. And I'm Nate today. And if you're in a bind and... Your rent's due, motherfucker. You need to come see me. Welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Lini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Shadamas, yours truly, see God Allah, with the 5%. We back in here, yes, and we ready to take off. This is going to be the Blue Chip Mindset episode number six, Trey, in the building. Hit the like button, and we're going to have a fantastic show. I'm just going to let you know right now I'm going to use a lot of colorful language because this is my inspiration show. This is the show where I try to inspire people to get off their ass. I know you don't want to – you guys don't want to work, right? Not you guys, the viewers. There's a lot of people that don't want to work, and I'm looking at this. You're going to meet the most entitled woman that you've ever, ever met. Trigger warning, viewer discretion is advised. You are choosing to watch this content and you were warned. I'm not going to be a nice motivational speaker. I'm an inspiring person, right? I'm an inspirational speaker. So you were warned. I'm not going to be nice about this. <laughs> this is going to be tough love. By the way, this show does not promote hate or harm of any person based on any gender, relationship status, or your weight, your size, or your race or class. I am an individual. Yes, OJ. OJ said he ain't black. Uh, listen, I'm CGA. <laughs> I'm not black. I'm OJ. I'm not black. I'm CGA. But I will diss a lot of races of people uh, just for the purposes of it. It's not about hate. It's just a description. But the goal of the show is to promote, you know, for men, uh, healthy choices, healthy choices for men in relationships, finances, and lifestyle. So anyway, this is for education. This is the best edutainment on YouTube, and this is for education purposes only. I have to do all of these disclaimers. I have to do all of these disclaimers for monkey sims, mm. for blue pill men, mm. for cat to save a hose, you know, for skeezers, for 304s, you know. I got to do all of these disclaimers, all right, first of all. Anyway, we want you to be inspired to do what you got to do because, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, doom and gloom CGA is here now. It's time is running out on you suckers. <laughs> right? Time, time is running out on you suckers, you chumps. It's running out, man. It's running out. I'm telling y'all right now, in the next three years, we're going to either we're going to we're going to face one or two things, if not both, an economic collapse of epic proportion. It could be a soft landing, but for most people, it's going to be crushing because whatever you got in terms of unemployment and whatever you got in terms of your little, what do they call them checks? I keep forgetting those checks, stimulus checks. They were worthless as of today. And right now, the Fed is meeting to raise interest rates yet one again, once again, to beat inflation. But 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 we're definitely going to have an economic collapse of that proportion, and we potentially might be facing world war. Three. Yes, indeed. Yes. New, 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 new world order. It's on the horizon and you ninjas don't see it. So we better wake up real fast. And I'm giving you my disclaimers right here. And I just got to tell y'all, just got to tell y'all, a lot of people don't know who I am. This is CGA. 
People want to know, why am I qualified to talk about money, mindset, and all of these things? First of all, you got to know, I got a bachelor degree, degree, an associate's degree, and a master's degree on y'all asses. Mm. All right. Definitely got all of that. So I'm educated, if you will. I got more degrees in a thermometer like these feminists out here. I also have been successfully self-employed up until the pandemic where I lost my job, self-employed for 10 years. Not many people can say that. Self-sufficient. All right. Doing for self. Keeping the wealth. Indeed. All right. But not a lot of people can do that. 90% of the people on this planet can't do that. Can't say they can do that. They're slaves. Slave. All right. Absolutely slaves. Not only that, I definitely earned over millions of dollars. All right. In, in my lifetime. But I'm broke now. I'm just letting y'all know. In my lifetime. And just, just telling you, uh, the amount of time that I've been a working adult, it doesn't take much money to earn a million dollars, right? All right, if I, I've been a working adult for 30 some odd years, okay? So with that being said, you make 50 grand, you're, you already earned a million dollars. But with that being said, it's been a little better for me. Not only that, I've been successfully been able to create a brand and that brand is Coach Greg Adams' brand, The Free Agent Lifestyle. And I'm a successful author, written books that sell but they don't sell no more. I don't got no job. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is the reality of it. I know you guys can figure out. You can look at me and who is this guy? This guy is the real deal. And not only that, you better get this information now for as cheap as you're getting it, because I'm probably going to bet that this is going to be an expensive ticket going forward here. Okay. Just to let y'all know, y'all better cash in now. You better use this free information you get now. <laughs> All right. Uh, because once I get a job, it's going to be over for you clowns. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the private investigators in here waiting for me to slip. Wait a minute here. Uh, pocket watching ninjas. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, without further ado, these are the topics today. What is money? Converting money to assets. We're going to talk about understanding what wealth is. All right. I worked with a lot of wealthy people had a lot of wealthy clients. This is what gives me the drive. Lived in wealthy suburbs. We're going to talk about that with Steph Curry. All right. Lived in wealthy suburbs pretty much all my life. I lived a little bit of the city life, but I lived around and worked with very, very wealthy people, people that are on the Fortune 500 list. You can look them up. Their businesses are listed on NASDAQ or the Dow. I mean, listen, I've worked around people. They're on the market exchange. They're on the exchange. Okay, so in this situation here, you got to know, man, I'm not giving you shit. Just pull it. I'm not blowing smoke up your rear end balls. Okay, but we're going to talk about why social media and your entitlement is making you broke. Your entitlement around money is making you broke. See, there's something called money karma. We're going to talk about what money is, first of all. All right, we need an understanding, a thorough understanding about what money is. Is it is it even real? And if it's not real, does it done? Does it lose relevance? Is it not important? See, these are going to be two separate arguments here. Look, we're not going to belabor the point. Do me a favor. Hit the like button, and we're going to get into this money mindset. Yes, we're going to talk about these 304s, too. Mm. <laughs> we're going to talk about these 304s. All right, but um, uh, do me a favor. Hit the like button, or it's going to get belly deli in here. And I got a lot of fupa print go crazy. I got a lot of fupas out here that you can love to see, including Selena Gomez. Selena, 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 call me up. All right, call me up. I know you watch me. I know you watch me. Yeah, and I'm just looking at same old love too. Bring that little face over here. All right. Anyway, she got a good face. Well, not today she doesn't, but she had a good face. She's a face person. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, dollar sign CGLI is how you contribute via the Cash App. Coach Greg Adams TV is how you contribute via Venmo. And since this is the realest show on YouTube, there's no super chat capabilities. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. Uh huh. 
on the PayPal. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat of the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can also watch this simulcast on fakebook.com. Hit the like button and on what? The, the Zoria CGA channel if you want to super chat over there. So get a like over there on all these platforms. Share my videos, like the videos, subscribe to this channel. And just to let you know, I will be grifting later on. All right. And I got a nose hair that is not cooperating today. It's like right here. And I might take a pause. I might have to cut that bad boy. All right. Because it's tickling. It's tickling the bottom of my nose right now. Right there. That's the thing about mustaches right here. I got to get that bad boy anyway, because it's going to be distracting me. So let's get back to the point of the show, which I'm going to get into the earlier contributors to the day show. Viewer activity clicked right there. Let's get into it. Yeah, it's a rebel hair. Now I don't know where to see it. I would cut it like live on the show. It's 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 bothering me right now. <laughs> it's like literally every time I talk, it's getting me. Let's get to the earlier contributor to the day show. He's sniggling. Yes, he's sniggling. It's, sniggling. <laughs> it's like right here. It's like from my mustache. I don't know where it is on the show. All right. I think I got it for now. Albert Wesker says most Dusties would choose new Jordans over a scholarship. We're going to talk about your boy, Michael Jordan out there. They would choose Jordans over a scholarship. All right. MC Hamster says this all. If all money is taken and given out equally, Many of the same people would be rich again. Wow. Money mindset in here. Price is what you pay. Value is what you get. Tell them. You got to tell these guys out here, these jokers that have a poor poverty entitlement mindset around money. Yes. If you stop right now, I love that. I've, I've never thought of it like that. If you stop right now and just gave everybody equal money, the same people would be rich again. <laughs> that is a fact. I, I think, you know, I would love to see that play out. We need a human experiment around that. We need a trading places again. We need a trading places again. I don't know. Uh, uh, heredity versus environment. Stony Montana says, first, February 1st, the JUCO is on sale because rent is due and winter is cold. Let me tell Your you. rent's due, motherfucker. I guarantee you. I mean, listen, I already had that rent due call last night from one of the junior colleges. She was like, hi, how are you? I was like, just come on down. I told her ass, come on down. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? I think I can help you. You know what I mean? I already know what you want. I already know what you're going to say before you say it. Sounds like rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Anyway, Henry Resilient, thanks for stopping by my stream last night. I got my first sponsorship offer, but it was a crypto farm pyramid scheme. Give them the buzzer. Yeah, don't be careful with it. I haven't taken a sponsorship yet. Like, I haven't taken a company sponsorship yet in four years. Going on five years. Don't rush. <laughs> Do not rush. Adolf Caesar says, been ninja watching for a minute now. Please accept these hood taxes. Thank you, brother. All right. All hail Caesar, too. And Jules C, thank you for your contribution. Then you said nothing. So I appreciate that as well, man. That was your opportunity to voice your opinion. But you did it, and you showed support 100%. Let's check the cash ASAP. The cash is ASAP. Uh, let's see here. What do we got here? We got... um. We got a brother that said, uh, we're going to call you Lamont. Wait a minute. I got a sound effect for that. You big dummy. All right. No, shout out to you. He says, um, Lamont says, paying tuition, YouTube didn't notify me. Of course they didn't. Of course they didn't. Them savages. The double D eaten. Wait a minute. Pause. Thank you. He says, thanks to you and all the men in these spaces. And I agree. I agree. I agree, sir. Shout out to he. He also says, 2023. I'll top 100K. 
All right, shout out to the coach gang. Go ahead and make that money, man. My man got money. My man got some money. I got money. Indeed. Shout out to D. Deshaun Rose says, good morning. He says, I'm not on the job. I'm on the job. Tuned in. Teach. We in here to teach and inspire. Ricky Webster says, one love and French toast props do. Thank you, Ricky. Last one, and then we'll do PayPal and Venmo later. ACDC coach, I missed one stream and found out you opened a new faction of the coach gang, the panty sniffing division. Us coach keeps the doors. Find this reprehensible. Yeah, man. Oh, the humanity. I don't know. You nasty boys. Now, now you guys are panty oh, sniffing. Nice. All right. I didn't do it. All right. Look, let's get in here. We're going to get through this because I got a lot to cover. Two, uh, buckle your seatbelt. If you at your job sniggling, don't get caught by the human resource department because you know they're going to march their ass right down to your desk and report you all the way up to the supervisor. So be careful if you watch your job sniggling. I don't want to get you in trouble. What is money? Like, what is love? You ninjas always worried about love, but ain't worried about that bag. Well, we're going to have three men tell you what money is. First of all, we're going to get with the legendary. Patrice O'Neill is going to tell us what money is. And I want you to take this message, uh, you know, take it, take it with a grain of salt. You can agree or you can agree to disagree. You can completely degree, uh, agree or disagree, if you will. But um, I like this message, but we're going to clear something up. And he makes this point. So I want to make sure we clear it up. Here's Patrice O'Neill. Thank you for the brothers at local, by the way. Talking about what money is. Listen closely. Why the fuck aren't we mad at the fact that our money, we have no factual wealth. Gold standards gone. They're just printing money. Yeah. So we really have no fucking money. It's, That's what kills me, dude. It's a note that gets you goods and services. What money is originally is a receipt for the money for your wealth. That you have. That you your, have. Your wealth. You want to cash in your receipt. There's nothing to cash it in. You could get a car. That's what I'm saying. Goods and services. We got to go back to the barter system. I'm going to buy a lot of toasters and a lot of blenders <laughs> and trade, trade them with people with bread and eggs. I'm telling you, man, fuck all this, man. Because if you got a million dollars in the bank, basically yeah. they'll just print 20 billion more dollars. And now, you get, now you have nothing in the bank. They can just control. There's nothing you can do. You can take it all out and put it under your mattress. It can't go nowhere. You just, yeah. hey, I'm a millionaire. But bread costs nine hundred and eighty-seven thousand dollars. Yeah, here's your here's your change. Now he's pointing out some things that I've actually talked about on this show, and a lot of people have come to the rescue. You don't know what you're talking about. First of all, I do know what I'm talking about. Money is always and it was always has been, in terms of the currency in America, a promissory note. That's all it is. It doesn't have any real value. The piece of paper has no value. Now it's, it has value to other people, but. It has no real value. It's just it's a promissory note. And we trade these promissory notes. And then people at some particular point will use a bank in order to cash in on these promissory notes. Now, we used to have a gold standard, but we don't anymore. So we are on the Fed standard. Pretty much the Fed basically says this is how much money we have. I mean, it's a flimsy way to do things. And it does keep people enslaved and gets people in trouble. It even keeps, keeps the Fed in trouble. It even puts the, the, the regular working class individual at a disadvantage, meaning the Fed gets to control what the value of the dollar is. All right. Who are, who are the Feds? Well, new, 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 new world. Over. they're not part of the U.S. government. It is a banking system. So this is what we have to understand. Now, a couple of things that he points out there. Money is doesn't have any real value, but money can buy assets that have real value. It has value to someone else. So while money is not real, 
money can buy real things, right? And so if you do the proper thing with the money that you earn, you can build value. You can buy houses, you can buy real estate, you can buy watches, cars, some things that have, you know, some many cars have are assets. Most of them are trash, by the way. But many things can buy value. So you can buy real tangible things with this promissory note, with this, what you would call a, um, what you call, what you would call a, um, well, what you call a token, if you will. So with that being said, we need to understand what money is. Money is valuable for you. If you trade time for money over time, you're going to realize you're going to burn out. You need to find a way to earn money and then convert those dollars into assets that have real tangible value because the dollar doesn't really have that much tangible value when you break it down. It does initially, but if you don't earn, if you don't understand what money is, cash, it is just a promissory note. That's all it is. It's an IOU. It's a receipt. It's all of these things. And once you understand that, then you'll have a proper perspective. But what I don't want people to do is say, see, money isn't real. And then don't go to pursue assets. Right. They'll be like, see, money isn't real. No, money is real. All right. The currency that we use is somewhat, <laughs> you know what I mean? Somewhat like, eh. But it could be because it's based on nothing. It's just based on the idea of what the value is based on the, of the banking system. However, it can produce assets. It can produce assets like you can get tangibles. You can actually get um, um, tangible assets such as gold, silver, real estate, land. All right. All of these things that, that can actually mean something. You can also trade these things in for things to educate yourself. All right. So these things do produce real value. So what is money? That's what I wanted to play for you today. All right. Don't get into the idea that money is worthless. All right. It is not worthless. It's not real, but it is not worthless. All right. So find a way to trade it in for something tangible. All right. Let's go into the next thing. Tangible. And that's an asset. Let's go to the next one. The Reverend Dick Gregory. I'm not sure if he's a reverend. He's dead. Yeah, he did. He did. All right. And by the way, yes, uh, we won't be using those dollars very long. All right. Uh, the, the Generation Z and the millennials are going to sell our asses down the river for CBDC. So anyway. Mm. All right. So anyway. Here's a guy, Dick, Dick Gregory. Um, he's a guy. He's an interesting character, comedian, but he's more uh, was more more known as a true speaker, if you will. Uh, the, the the Chronicles of Judah called him an agent of chaos or agent of disinformation or whatever he called him. Shout out to the Chronicles. But let's listen to what he has to say about hope. Let's listen. All right. Let's listen. 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 My bad. Get myself the buzzer. How did I not get the sound right? I clicked the right button, but then maybe I failed you. I failed you, Coach Gang. I failed you. No sound. We'll go ahead and refresh it. He's going to talk about hope. We'll do it again. Let hope. Hope you're going to pay your goddamn rent. Hope your car work. Come on, man. Ain't nothing but bullshit. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying I think a lot of people are being brainwashed. It ain't got nothing to do with them. Okay. And here, if you say I'd like to go to Paris... This year, but I can't afford. You just told 75 trillion sales of C2 you don't get to Paris. Huh? That's who you are. And when you find that out, huh? When you find that out, when they told me I had the worst cancer you can find, huh? I told my son, I said, don't show that to your mother. Because after your sister get mad. 
Then I gave her the report. Good day, dude. Listen, you better get out of here. Out your mind. I ain't going nowhere. I know I'm not going nowhere. If you hope, hope don't work. You never heard no rich, powerful, or say hope. Hope I win the war, but a fool. Hmm? The real folks know they're gonna win the war before they start, except they don't count in the universe. Powerful right there, gentlemen. See, look, I've been telling you the hope strategy. I said hope is not a strategy. Hope is not a strategy. Gentlemen, he's breaking that down if you can listen to it because he's speaking passionately. He's not speaking with empathy or sympathy. He's speaking very rough and he's teaching and he's teaching you with tough love. There is no hope. Hope is for losers. There is no hope. I hope she doesn't mess me around. I hope she doesn't cheat on me. I hope I get rich. I hope I get reparations. I hope, I hope, I hope. My message to you is hope is not a strategy. I've said that a long time, and I didn't create that phrase. I borrowed it from another coach named Rick Neuheisel. When I was in my coaching days, I heard him say that years and years ago. All right? Hope is not a strategy. When you put your team out on the field, hope is not a strategy. I hope we win today. He mentioned, I hope we win the war. No, you know the one, the war is won before you even fight the battle. All right. If you don't know if you're gonna win before you fight, you know you already listen, you done already lost. Hope is not a strategy. When people use hope strategies and they get want to get me behind hope strategies, I don't have time for hope. I only have to do what I have to do. And then if it happens, it happens. You know what I mean? Laws of attraction is one thing, but hope is a fool's game. Never pursue anything based on hope. All right. Everybody understand that. That is the Dick Gregory. All right. If you guys want to know, he's not alive anymore, but uh, he has a lot of interesting things to say about the world. And he's been telling a lot of um, things. What do you call it? Truth. If you will, um, if you will, or his truth, but uh, hope is not a strategy. Anybody around you that uses hope, they're losers. They're losers. They're planning on losing in life. <laughs> They're planning on losing in life. We don't mess around. Look, when we say you're entitled entitlement around money, it's keeping you broke. Most people who use hope strategy, they're broke and they're entitled. It's simply entitlement when you use hope. I hope a rich person does this. I hope I win the lottery. I hope I win this bet. I hope, bruh. You understand risk and consequences. If you play the lottery, risk consequences. If you gamble, risk consequences. The reality is that's what it's about. Hope is not a strategy. Let's get to this guy. His name is, I want to say Wallow. I always get their names wrong. There's a Gilly and there's a Wallow, all right, I believe. And uh, we're going to go to this brother right here. I'll make sure I press the right tab and listen to this gentleman. Listen to this. A lot of people are start, starting to sound like CGA. I'm not saying they're taking my talking point. What I'm saying is a lot of men are waking up. A lot of men are finding out that pursuing love and pursuing all of these mystic, no magical things is misdirecting you. It's misguiding you. It's never really been about that as a humanity. As humanity, love has never presided as the number one goal. Sure, it's nice to have it. Most people lived and died without it. Most people lived and died without sex. Okay, without any sex. Most people live and die maybe fornicating with one, two, maybe three people. But you guys are so greedy. You fornicate with 50 and you want another 50. All right, and you're totally distracted in life. Not only that, your credit score is under 700. You're broke. No money. 
no fungible tokens, no nothing, no investments, no assets. And then you want to impress me about how many panties you're getting when I know you're banging ugly broads. What are we doing here? We need to get men pointed in the right direction. I want you to listen to this. And I've made this decisions with a lot of women in my life, family members, you name it. I made this decision in my life. Me comes first. Listen to this. Uh, this is Wallow, I believe is his name. Shout out to him. Here we go. Play it. My finances, because if I don't win, my, you know, I got to take care of my family, taking care of people. So it's like I'd lock in some time and I, and I, you know, I'm putting that first. You know, I'm putting I'm putting this. I'm putting that before everything. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes, you know, you know, we out here living in a town where women want to be in competition with your dreams. I'm going to play that again. I'm going to play that part again. I want you to listen to that part. That part is important. Check this out. I'm putting that before everything. You see what I'm saying? So sometimes, you know, you know, we out here living in a town where women want to be in competition with your dreams. Woo! Guys, I remember being there, man. I remember being there. I tell you, it is a losing game. They cannot be in competition with CGA. Let me go in full screen because I have the value. You cannot be in competition with me and you cannot be in competition with my dreams or me getting the bag, chasing the bag. You cannot. You will always come second, if not tertiary, or quadruary, or you will become January. You will become dead ass last if you try to put yourself in front of me. Now, a lot of women say, yeah, but what about love? Man, we're going to talk about that. We're going to give you Dr. Sebi next, and he's going to tell you about love. Brothers, we're telling you the real here. We're telling you the real here. Now, many men will do fine with women in their lives. Most of you will not. Let's go ahead and let them finish on this one. You cannot be incompetent. Wow. Listen to this, brother. So sometimes, you know, you know, we out here living in a town where women want to be in competition with your dreams. And I'm not saying that was the case with her, but I wasn't even going to let it get that far. But, you know, it is what it is. But go ahead. What you mean? Competition with your dreams. I like that. No, motherfuckers be in competition. And this day in this day and game with the grand, you know, a chick can tell you, you better chase me like you chase your money. That's not happening, baby. You got life fucked up. Not me. Not me, not Wallow267, a.k.a. Wallace Peebles. That would never happen. When you talk in third person, you know the guy's serious <laughs> or he's arrogant. Not Wallow263, whatever his name is. You ain't ever getting ahead of CGA. You're never going to be top on CGA. CGA is number one, all right, or GA, whoever you want to call it. I'm numero uno. I'm primo. I'm the top. I'm the head assassin in here, all right? That's just how it works. If you don't like it, Baby, there's nothing you got that I cannot get in a in a matter of an hour. Trust me. Let's continue. But you know they just be testing the new They ain't testing me. Test somebody else. Go to me. Go to, go to school and take a test, baby. You ain't gonna do that shit with me. <laughs> Shout out to Wallow getting it. And I'm just want to show you the reason why I show you these uh, because the coach gang shares them, and I shared them with you just so you can think because I used to be able to talk talk without showing these clips. Right. But people thought I was crazy. They were like, you're the only one thinking like this. Trust me, guys. There are a lot of men that are winning in life that think just like this. And I find that a lot of losers think the opposite. You're thinking PUA. You're thinking love. You're thinking romance takes priority. And you're thinking that's going to solve your problems, guys. Romance and love doesn't solve your problems. Most times they create problems. It creates problems more than you know. OK. And those problems that it creates 
you spend so much time putting those fires out and you never become who you need to become. You got to do it in reverse. I've been telling y'all, y'all been taught all wrong. Y'all been taught all wrong. Let me get to this uh, one right here. Dr. Sebi, last one, and then we'll do the PayPal's. Is this Dr. Sebi? All right, hold on for a second. Where's Dr. Sebi? Oh, did I delete it? I deleted that shit on accident. All right, hold on for a second. Let me go ahead and pull it up. I deleted it on my screen on accident. All right, man, that, man, it was going to clear up the whole thing. That was my closer. <laughs> that was my closer. I literally, oh, no, I didn't. I didn't delete it. It's still here. Okay, so that's, let's go to Dr. Sebi. I, you know, I made some jokes about Dr. Sebi last night, but he's going to talk about love. He's going to put it in perspective. This is what you're going to get at one of my seminars that is going to cost you thousands of dollars. No. It's going to cost you thousands. Dr. Sebi, speak on love. Oh, love is something that I never depended on from a woman. In fact, I don't even like it. Listen carefully. The thing that moves Sebi is that object on the horizon that always keeps showing up. Again, if you speak in third person, you know the guy's very serious. <laughs> okay. Always remember that. You speak in third person. CGA. All right. Now, yes, he's been mar married four four times, but we don't know why he got married. But he said it, maybe it wasn't about love. Let's go ahead and uh, figure this out. Not the love of a woman. And this was given to me by my mother. My mother said, look, when you were born into the world, you didn't born with a twin. OK, so you remember this, that the love that's going to secure you is the love that you offer yourself, not the love of a woman that could come and go. I've been married four times. I came home and found my wife in bed with another man. I didn't even feel bad. I feel good. My grandfather always said, get another quit. <laughs> oh, wow. Beautiful. Look, these are the things that we need to cultivate, not the dependency of another. Why should you be dependent on me for love? On yourself. That love that you have for you, that love would never die. But if you depend on me, why would you want to do that? All right, so sometimes it takes a man, Tom Likas, four times, Dr. Sebi, Dr. Sebi four times to figure out what love is, and he figured out real fast. After a while, you figure out, hey, love ain't worth the bullshit, right? Sometimes it takes a little bit of time. It takes mistakes, right? But that's the, the, that, that's the message for a lot of men. But I think most of these men became who they became, not because of love, not because of that dating, not because they're trying to find their soulmate. Those things can come, but in proper perspective. All right. And you got to put them in proper perspective. And as a man that is inspiring you and teaching you and try to reorient, re-educate you and reorientate you to the world. Love is one of those things that you can't depend on in life, but you can depend on yourself and you can actually love yourself more than anybody else can, especially ladies. You can't love me more than I can love myself, especially when I get that lotion. Score squashy. All right. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. Hit the like button. We're going to do the PayPal's and we got a lot of PayPal. So we're going to uh, bear with bear with me. I'm going to do super chat simultaneously. It's on the notorious CGA channel. So we don't have any delay. Newski says my favorite show of the week. Blue chip time. Shout out to the coach gang. Thank you, sir. ACDC says I got you already. Sincere says peace. Sincere says, peace and good health to you, CGA. Hope is for poor planners. Hope is for poor planners. Now, somebody said, what words do you say? Thank you, Sincere. What words do you say instead of I hope? Anytime you're going to catch yourself, you're going to be like, oh, I hope. Catch yourself. What do you say instead? I know. I will. 
I'll do. You know, you'll, you'll replace them with action words or things that you understand for sure. I believe. I understand. I, I, I've seen. Okay. I'm aware. Those are the things you, I'm aware that I'll become rich. I hope I become rich. I'll plan. I'll plan. These are all action steps. I'll plan to become rich. I hope to become rich. I'll plan to get a reparations check. Put it into action instead of I hope they figure out to give me a reparations check. I believe. So you guys got to understand that that's how it's happening. But if it doesn't, hope is going to make you broke. Yep, I will. Never say hope, wish. As soon as it comes out of your mouth, because some of the things that, that I tell you not to do, every now and then it comes out, I'll say I feel. Uh, and then it automatically correct yourself. If it's a I feel, it's automatically probably going to be wrong. So I feel, okay, all right, I can't say that. I believe, I know, I trust, I understand, I've seen, I witnessed. I, I know, I will. You know, these are all the things that you have to replace with your language. All right, so Kalen Ferguson says, what up, coach? Tom Brady's gone for good this time. If only Giselle just waited a little bit longer. And um, uh, guys, you will find out that many marriages have imploded because the wife or the husband, mostly the wife, got impatient around what she wanted to happen next in the marriage. So she wanted something to happen. And if she waited a year or two, it would have happened and they could have coasted off and nothing, you know, they could have saved their marriage. But in her words, she couldn't, in her world, she couldn't wait. All right, she couldn't wait another year. She's like, no, I'm done. And then she's done. But now forever, everybody's life is ruined. All right, shout out to Jay Cool says my favorite African-American in the house. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? I got the blue chip episodes wrong. All right, I'll get the number right. Shout out to you. He says, thanks for teaching us what it means to be a man, which is strong, confident, and self-reliant. Yes, I appreciate that. That is much more important than banging hoes. Although banging hoes will come along, guys. I'm letting y'all know. <laughs> you know, a success with women will happen once you start, you know, I don't want to say be confident. No, when you're self-reliant, self-sufficient, that, that women are a byproduct of success. They're not the entree. They're the dessert. I know some woman's going to be, I'm not a dessert. I'm a full entree. I'm a four course meal. No, ma'am, you're a dessert. And it has always been that way. It has always been that way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> they mad as hell. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me just tell you, we've, we've talked about this. Women are the spoils of war. Where does that come from? Women are the spoils of war. That is the statement that me, people have said for a long time. What does that mean? If you win a war, if you win a battle, as a result, certain things are going to be made available to you. Land. Money. All right. Anything the other loot, whoever lost, whatever they created and women. Most of the time they go to whoever the winner is. They go to the winner. The women go to the winner. I'm just, I'm, look, bruh, bruh, just, just stick with me. They are the result of success. They are a byproduct of success. Anyway, so if, if you get that out of order, you're going to, your whole life is messed up. No, coach, you're wrong. You just haven't found the right love and the one to spend all your time with. Okay. Look, if you're using that as a means to get me to switch my mentality on the fact that 
Women are the spoil of the war. Women are the byproducts of success. I'm not minimizing them. They're a good byproduct, by the way. They're not like dookie. All right, boo-boo. Boo-boo is a byproduct of the whatever you eat. They're not like boo-boo. <laughs> However, do what you want to do out here. All right, shout out to Miles C. He says, salute CGA. The Fed is also talking about cutting back on Social Security and Medicare to pay off his debts. I hear that that's a little bit of um, um, what they would call fear-mongering, but I'm not sure you can't trust them. Plus, one of our generals predicted a war with China by 2027. I've also heard that as well because they are going to take Taiwan at some point, and I know that to be true. Pay attention, fellas. And and uh, China is also, they're going to probably some sort of a, a shift in government probably in the next couple of years, 2024. We're also going through a shift. Potentially, we might have a Democratic government still, a Democrat government um, going into 2028. So, uh, you know, potentially it may not be Joe Biden. It could be Kamala Harris and Gavin Newsom. It could be Gruson Newsom and Kamala. I, I don't know what the combination is going to be. Uh, Republicans have a tough time ahead of them trying to get reelected. Um, uh, DeSantis and Trump. I mean, one of them are going to take the reins and uh, uh, try to see if they can get into the White House. It's going to be a tough task based on how we elect officials now, which is not the most favorable way to elect officials. But Greeks man, Texas says, keep up the great work. Brother Greg, he says it's colder than an 80 year old 304s. Peace leave here in Central Texas. Winter ice storm is in effect now. Shout out to everybody. Texas, I believe, Arkansas. A lot of you guys are going through a winter chill. Uh, so I uh, hope you guys are protected and prepared. And you got somebody wrapping you in your warm embrace. To wrap you in my warm embrace. Indeed. Shout out to, let me see if I can say your government name here. We got uh shout out to Elvin. We'll call you. He says gift appreciation. Thank you, sir. Nate bit money versus currency, both portable, durable, fungible, and divisible. He says difference money can't be printed or minted and keep its value. Currency does not. All right. Currency does not. Interesting. Yeah. Know the difference between money versus currency. All right. Anything is pretty much a currency. Just to let you know. You can use anything by like people barter and trade it a long time ago. So when you have assets, you're able to barter and trade when the value of the money declines. You'll always have something to trade. If you have no assets, you got zero to trade. All right, we can talk about that later. Shout out to soldier for God. Faith without work is hope and hope is dead. It is. Sorry for that sound effect quite loud on my side. All right, uh, but hope is dead. Faith without works is hope and hope is dead. Sizzle. Says I'm at my job and it is the first of the month. I hope I can pay this rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. He says, thank you, coach, for the blue chip mindset. Take me out with the. I got money. Last two. Shout out to, we're going to call you Thabo. He says, my teacher, your teacher, the uh, honorable Elijah Muhammad said, the only heaven for a man is found in a woman. Shout out to the minister Farrakhan. Um, I love I love those brothers, man. Believe it or not. I know y'all think I'm a cool ass, crazy Uncle Tom, but I I like the nation of Islam for myself personally. Um, a lot of the things they say are great. There are some things I do not agree with. Is <laughs> when many times religious people start simping for black women and specifically, right? 
they start simping for them, I'll be like, all right, shut up. I'll be like, yo, stop simping. They be start simping, you know what I mean? But listen, in their world, in their world, they have they have their roles defined in which then you can praise the woman. If the roles are defined in their institution, their roles are simply defined. What women can do, what men can do, what men expectation is and what women's expectation is. Then you can praise the woman, right? Then, then it's easier because everybody's in line. Now, the problem is we got everybody out of line. All right, out of line. Let me just give you an example here. Let me show you an example. I didn't mean to, I wasn't going to share this, but this kind of goes with the point. Uh, there's a group in Detroit, Detroit, that is um, going around, and you can see the order, the, the the disorder and chaos of Detroit. I just want to let you know, Detroit has probably one of the highest single mother rates in America, in America, which we are the world dominator in single motherhood. These brothers, shout out to them for their good faith. They're going around at night pumping gas for these single mothers. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and play the clip. Thank you. How you doing? Who pumped your gas? Huh? Okay, you were. Okay. You knew who pumped your gas? Okay. You want to start your gas tonight? You hear me? Oh, you know that. All right. Thank you. Hey, okay, All right, that shit is bothering my ears. Um, here's the thing. You, I, I'm split. I'm right down the middle on this act, action here. Okay, like I said, if this is in the model of everybody has a clear and defined role, I'm fine with it. This is where we say where the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan would say, yes, the the what, what, what did he say the guy said? He said, uh, uh, the only heaven is found for a man is found in a woman. In that situation, yes. But you're talking about Detroit. Poverty. On a grand scale, single motherhood rampant. Now you have them in disorder and chaos. And then, as Dr. Thunder said, you either gonna be the passport bro or the cleanup bro. I do not provide safety and security for people who are not in order. Again, I don't care who you are. If you're even if you're a family member, if you're not in line and in order, I do not provide my safety and security. Once again, what you're doing is you're encouraging this behavior. You're encouraging the downfall of your people. You're encouraging this action, and then you think you're helping, but you're just hurting. Mm. All right, you're rewarding bad behavior by saying we need to do ourselves to protect, but you got single, you don't have marriage, and there's probably some people in Detroit that are marriage. They probably don't live in Detroit. They probably live in somewhere outside in Auburn Hills or some shit like that, or... <laughs> But the, this is what I'm talking about here. I don't have time to defend people who are in order and chaos. I want order and chaos. As a result, you get the protection. Period. 
All right, that's my opinion on it. So shout out to those brothers. I mean, no disrespect to those guys. They have good uh, intentions, but you're just encouraging bad behavior. Sad, but true. All right, so anyway, shout out to the deity complex who ordained me to see God, to see God Allah himself. He says, Coach, our universe is completely governed by principles of physics and mathematics. So deductive reasoning implies that there is no mystery or coincidence. This brother when you come from the, you know, when you come from the place where he comes from, he's got it. He says, we are in the principles of mathematics and physics. So deductive reasoning applies that there's no mystery or coincidence. Only higher principles of mathematics and science that the 85%, which are you normies, don't understand. Because that's why they believe in hope. The deaf, dumb, and the blind. I understand you. We speak the same language or similar to the coach gang, always take time to consider the reason behind all things. And remember, self is the only savior. Save I, then our. Put your mask on first before you save others. Is a principle they teach you with. They are experiencing significant turbulence. Save I, then our. Save yourself first. Shout out to the 5% who are, are all the all wise. All right, that's our, that's today's mathematics. And we step into the cypher with my boys. We be getting busy. All right. Shout out to AB Network guy. And that means we return back to the show. Okay. We return back to the show. We got, uh, oh man, this is a good one. Aftercare. Gentlemen, this will save you some money as well. Let's get to another principle that I teach you. Aftercare. Okay. This is a young woman who says she likes to be dominated. We have also shared videos of young women saying they like to be degraded. Uh, this be, This comes in. Because a lot of women have experienced sex very early and they're somewhat bored of your marital missionary. A lot of young girls are popping off at 13, some at 15, some at 17. A lot of these girls been ran through in their freshman year of college. All right. And so by the time they become young adult women, 25, 26, um, they've been already dealt with people that's going to just give them the five stroke special. So they're bored. So they got to ramp it up by doing what? Degradation. All right. Domination. And being in the true nature of a woman, which is in submission and receiving. Okay, so let's go ahead and hear this woman uh, uh, speak it into existence um, and then talk about the aftercare part, which is important. So you guys don't get in trouble with the law. Let's go ahead and play it. I like total, like sometimes I like total domination in the bed. Like you like to man. be dominated. I like to be dominated and fully dominated. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, a lot of Pookies and Ray Rays have figured this out. A lot of Chad and Tyrones have figured this out. You know who hasn't figured it out? Normie men. This is why your woman runs around on you. You know who hasn't figured it out? Educated lames. A lot of men have figured it out. And this is why they keep getting cheeks. This is why they keep pulling on their pulling, pulling hair. Now, we want to call them names and 304s and Jezebels and whatnot. Jezebel wasn't a 304 per se. But in the spirit of Lilith and the Jezebel, uh, a lot of these women are sexually dysfunctional. Red Sings the Blues calls them, uh, shout out to Red Sings the Blues. Red Sings the Blues calls them, and I can't ever remember, but it's a D word. And he says black people are, uh, what is another D word? Sorry for Red Sings the Blues. Um, I'll catch his streams. What, what's the word I'm thinking of? Black people are, when it comes to sex, deviants. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Everything uh, froze. Black peoples are deviants, all right? And they're deviantly sexual. 
So they explore a lot of things sexually. And a lot of your women are deviants in the bedroom. They're not just going to pull up with, like you'll see it on Instagram, social media. They're deviants. And we just got to understand that that's pretty much who you are nature-wise. Soon as you see a booty, you lose all you, you, you lose all focus. You know what I mean? Yeah, that brother's starving. And so in the bedroom, a lot of people are doing some very, very, very deviant behavior, debaucherous. And this is why you can't keep your woman. Right. Um, and this woman's going to talk about this. I just want you to understand that I'm not I'm not putting people down. I'm describing people. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and play it again. Just so you guys know. I like total like sometimes I like total domination in the bed. Like, you like to man. be dominated. I like to be dominated and fully dominated. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very wild kink. Um, it, of course, you need a safe word. So I do have a safe word when it gets a little bit too much. I feel like some men are very scared when I say I have this domination kink. Like I want to be dominated. They, they get very scared because they don't want to hurt me. So a lot of guys get scared because they don't want to hurt you. Remember, we tell you about that. Uh, a lot of white women are very much deviant, and uh, they have what we call the principle, the angelic principle of the, oh, she's just nice, pure. You know, this idea that she's nice, pure. She doesn't make mistakes. She wouldn't do that. Like the whole thing about, oh, no, Emmett Till was clapping that girl's cheeks. That couldn't have happened. She was just a nice married white woman. No, they super nasty. They're super nasty, and they come out, they put their little reading glasses on, tie their hair up, and pull a book out, and you think she's a bookworm, all right? But in the bedroom, likes to be dominated. And she's smiling. Look at that. She Look, she's smiling right now. Niggas always got to show they she's, she's enjoy even talking about it. <laughs> so it's difficult for you guys to do that because a lot of people are saying, oh, I'm scared to do it. Yeah. I mean, there's a principle, yeah, why you should be scared. Go ahead and play it. So they're like, I'm like, yeah, you can slap me. You can call me out my name. Yeah. You can do all these things. But I think it's very important outside of like having the domination, like wanting to be dominated. Now, here it comes. Here's the drop. So she said, you could call me out my name. You could call me a ninja bed winching 304 skeezer. But if you call them that on the street, they act like that's the first time they heard it. You can spit down my throat. You can slap me. You can choke me. Dude, I'm telling you, bro. I've seen it in my own personal bedroom. They are requesting these things. <laughs> but now here's the important part. Here we go. There's also, I need you to be, after we're done having sex, I need you to take care of me. Is the aftercare that's that. very, very important because we just went through something very traumatic. I've been through something very traumatic. A lot of these women are traumatized. Um, but with this being said, the aftercare is important. So a lot of times where dudes mess up, where dudes mess up is after they do this, you think she's a Jezebel, right? And then you go to calling her a 304. You go calling her nasty. You go calling her the skank and skeezers and all these things. Well, I can do that when you go home. You know what I mean? When you go home, I can think to myself and yell, boy, that girl was a nasty skeezer, right? I can say that to myself. But where dudes mess up is they call you that after the fact. They call you, I'm sorry, they call her after the fact in her presence. Oh, man, you want nasty, right? Right when she needs to be aftercare. So here's the thing. The Fifty Shades of Grey movie kind of talked about that. BDSM. A lot of these young women are trained on prawn, BDSM, sexual toys, uh, dysfunction, deviancy in the bedroom. A lot of them are. Not all of them. A lot of them are. And they also want you to bring it down. Part of BDSM is aftercare. Is aftercare. So you got to make sure that you don't kick them in the booty when they leave. You got to make sure you don't tell them, 
Uh, this is how Mike Tyson got in trouble. This is how Tiger Woods got in trouble. If you guys want to know, Mike Tyson got in trouble. Um, if you think if you think that Mike Tyson great that girl in the hotel room, you're a fool. What he did was he dominated her and he kicked her in the booty and told her to get her own taxi. And he spent time in prison. Yep. Yep. That's what happened. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Tiger Woods did the same thing. Uh, the woman he was do dominating and treating like a piece of uh, toilet tissue, he discarded her when she wanted a couple of hundred bucks. She was like, can you send me a couple hundred bucks? And he kicked her in the booty. He said, man, get the hell out of here. Guess what? His whole life turned around from that day. Dude, I'm telling y'all, but y'all be like, oh, I ain't giving you no $200. And then all you have to do, aftercare, aftercare. Now, I'm not telling you to even do this. If you don't even want to participate with these deviants, yeah, Tupac was the same thing. Tupac was the same thing. He got him. He got his nut. He left the room. The other dudes took advantage of her. She came out in a rage, set him up. And then he said, F you, bridge. And then guess what? Done. Aftercare. Aftercare. But look, if you don't even want to be into this deviant behavior and invite these evil spirits into your house, I understand. But these people are corrupted spiritually. This is why they're traumatized. This is why they're having problems finding love. And they won't admit it. A lot of them are deviants in the bedroom, especially as they age up. When they get past 30, these people, trust me, I've been around. These people are deviants in the bed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's go ahead and talk about it. She's going to talk about the aftercare here. So now I need you to kiss me on my forehead. I need you to tell me I'm beautiful, that, you know, I care about you and see? you cuddle me. I think the aftercare is very important. I like total, I like total, like Hold sometimes up. I like now, here's the thing. You don't have to mean it. <laughs> People are like, no, nah, man, I ain't telling her that. You don't have to mean it. What you need to do is don't want to go. You don't want to go to jail. You don't want to catch a case. You don't have a one on one a woman scorned. That's what it's about. You do not have to mean it. Most of what you tell a woman, you don't mean it anyway. So these are the type of women that are out here. Unfortunately, if you don't want to deal with women and you want to go monk mode, have at it. And I know there's ladies listening to me right now. There's ladies listening to me right now. They'll admit what I'm talking about unless she's under 18, unless she's 19 and she's listening to me like, what is this? But they know exactly what I mean. But if you don't want to deal with it, totally fine with me. But if you're out here in the field and you get a woman that says, choke me, daddy, guess what you're going to have to do afterwards? Aftercare. <laughs> All right. If she says, choke me and you choke her, you better aftercare her. Because they're going to want to be choked. This is a sad. A lot of people aren't going to admit this. Ladies. Ladies. They quiet as a church mouse pissing on cotton. Let's listen to this one woman. We show a lot of young ladies telling um, men that they have to be rich and wealthy. Well, we're going to give ladies one. We'll throw you a bone today. This is apparently one of the real ones. Not all women are like that. We'll throw you a bone, ladies. Don't ever say I ain't never done nothing to y'all. And this seems to be like a pretty young lady. Who looks, mm, you know, let me check that Adam's apple, though. Let me check that Adam's apple. Let's play it. How much does a man have to make, Marie, for you to date him? Man, I'm all for equal rights, honestly, because a man doesn't have to make anything, like, above and beyond because I'm still working on myself. So as long as he's working on himself and he's trying to progress, like, it really doesn't matter. We can build something together. So we're both, you know what I mean? I'm not expecting him to be above and beyond because I'm not above and beyond right now. So but if, I'm working on myself. So as long as he's working on himself and we can work out together, we're good. What if he lived at his mom's house? 
That's okay because sometimes people like in the Hispanic culture don't move out of their mom's house until they're like in a committed relationship and they're ready to like move on. So that's understandable. You rather save your money, build, like have time for the future. You get me? How much does a man have? Who believes her? Who believes her? See, there's a lot of men that don't trust women. They don't trust women, right? Who who believes this one? She's not like the other ones. I'm not like those other girls, coach. There's girls out there like us, and there's girl, there's good women out here. And I want to give a shout out to a real one, the real good women here at CGA department, because I know it could be a little rough listening to me every day. And I think it is time for us to do the all the wonderful things, all the wonderful things that these women do for us. Let's play the let's play the music. You know. Ladies, it's been important. It's been a great time. I appreciate you guys being here and watching CGA. I know you guys have it rough sometimes. So right now, I'm going to use this opportunity to say all the good things that I like about women. All right. The first thing, and I'm going to do three. We'll do three today. We'll do three. Um, And I thank you again. Ladies, hit the like button before we do this. Um, The first good thing I love about you ladies, you wonderful ladies, is that. then I will keep you around for just a little bit longer, ladies. I'm telling you, man, this is how you stay around CGA. And so these are the wonderful things that the men in this space want to have from you. You understand what I'm saying? Now, the second wonderful thing that I like is when... Yes. No, I mean, listen, if you keep doing that, you will find yourself in the good graces of good men like the men of the coach gang. You get it. You get it. So these are the wonderful things. These are the things that I like about you. And I want to say this now because, you know, don't ever say I've never said any good things. All right. And the last wonderful thing that I love about the modern women and modern women, just pay attention real quick. This last one, this is the most important thing right here. Yeah, yes, you will. You will get a lot from CGA. You will get a lot. So keep doing those things and these three things. Remember them. Write them down in your notebook. So that when you find men like myself, men that are of the higher power, blessed and ordained with a full belief system in itself, you, you too can get you a man like CGA. You agree? Indeed. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate y'all. Let's give the ladies a round of applause for being here. Let's give them a round of applause. Huh? You said, wait a minute. Hold up. My mic was skipping. Wait a minute. Y'all heard them, right? Wait, hold on for a second. Let me check. Y'all hear this sound effect right here? Y'all hear? Huh? Man, hold on. Let me, do I need to restart the stream? I need to, y'all heard me? Oh, I was glitching? Man, you know what? I've been having a problem here with these platforms, man. They've been censoring me a lot. So if you didn't hear, oh, some people said they heard loud and clear. Oh, we heard us. Okay, good. Ladies, I hope y'all heard. We're going to continue with today's show. We're not going to do it. We're not going to go into that. We heard. Okay, got it. All right. So anyway, let's go to the next thing here and hit the subscribe button. And do me a favor. Drop some likes in here. Y'all heard all three. Thank you, ladies. We, we appreciate y'all for being here. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into the third episode before we get to these super chats. All right. We got um, always follow the money. Let's get into this here. We're back on the money mindset. We're not thinking about the ladies anymore. All right, here we go right here. And don't don't say I don't like women, man. I, I just I just poured my heart out to you, ladies. I poured my heart out to the 10 toes up gang. Let's talk about Michael Jordan here. 
Uh, one thing about the Jordan brand, all right, um, if you don't own it, don't wear it. We often tell young brothers who do prefer to wear collective shoes. I get it. I understand. I have a, a few pair of Jordans myself. Um, um, but the problem is a lot of people have Jordans and nothing else. They don't own any stake in the company. What you want to do is before you become a walking billboard, too much. I can get it. One, two, three pair. Yeah. But when you got 50 pair, 20 pair, you probably should have some ownership in the brand so that then when you become a walking billboard, you too can benefit from it. And it says Michael Jordan collects record Nike earnings in 2022. Now, there is a meme that goes around with Michael Jordan that says, we're getting these guys to buy the same shoes over and over. And he's laughing. He's smoking a cigar and he's kind of sniggling. All right. And of course, when you, if you're not, you know, up on the sneaker brands, it does appear that they're selling the same shoe over and over. I mean, they just do different colorways and, and change it up slightly a bit, and they sell the same shoe over and over again. That's essentially what they're doing. But um, it is what it is. I'm not coming down on the brand and sneakership ownership. However, let's talk about what he's earned. Let's talk about what he earned. Okay, Michael Jordan has not played professional basketball in 20 years, but his status as a global icon has led to record profits for Nike's Jordan brand, a subsidiary, and the North Carolina Tar Heel legend has continued to reap those rewards for decades. Jordan Brand has surpassed $5 billion in revenue for 2022. Good Lord. Hold up for a second. I'm rich, My man said $5 billion. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah, man. Damn, what do you say? Gotcha, bitch. Yeah, boy, my Lord. $5 billion for the year 2022. Mm. It says right here, and Jordan will collect 5% of that total based on his original licensing deal with the apparel and footwear giant, according to front office sports. Jordan will earn, that's just going to take home, $256 million. Gotcha, bitch. Yes, indeed. He says, for the Jordan brand success in 2022, and more that more than double his career NBA earnings with the Chicago Bulls and the Washington Wizards, strengthening his mogul, mantra since stepping off the court so let me just get this straight in 2022 his earnings for that year doubled his career nba earnings his yeah only five percent is wild guys the clothing business is not a good business all right uh most of the time five percent i mean you that's probably generous that's probably generous because you got a lot going on plus you got people doing uh reps making it's a it's a bad business it's crazy so he got he earned in one year what he earned he what he earned he earned in one year double what he earned his entire nba career jesus <laughs> that's some janet jackson divorce shit okay and he said right here front office sports reports that the jordan brand which means the entire company, not what he takes home, because we already know he's not working anymore, right? He's This is passive income. This is passive income. So 5% of that total, somebody's getting off rich, right? But uh, this is passive income from him. He's not, a, he's not going to work. He's not sitting there. They're just using his name, image, and likeness at this particular point. And, um, and uh, you know, I mean, 5% of that, 5% of a 5 billion is better than nothing. So all he has to do, he said he sold most of the company. That's why. Okay. Um, 
it's it's passive income. He's not doing anything. He's not he's not picking the look. They're not even making new shoes. <laughs> look, they're not even making new shoes as far as I know. They just putting out the same shoes. So all the shoes that he made all throughout his playing career, all they're doing is reduplicating them and putting different colorways. He, he doesn't have to go in there and see what they're doing. So um, this is this is a true definition of passive income, and he can plunk it right in the bank. And it says front office sports reports that Jordan brand has earned more than $19 billion in the last five years, $19 billion, billion in the last five years. Now I want to ask you guys, if you own more than six pair of Jordans, that's what I used to call them because he didn't have a J that was at the time. He didn't have a J. Yeah. I used to call him Jordan, but I love Michael Jordan. I, I say that in, in, in humor, you developed a J. Yeah, that was a bad one. That's a bad joke. Just like Ace and Kid. I used to call him Ace and Kid because he didn't have a J. But he is one of the all-time. He did, did his three-pointer on. All right, so then he earned his J. You got to earn your J. Um, anyway, if you own more than five pair of Jordans, I'm going to ask you at this particular point, do you... Do you own any stake in the Jordan company? If you don't, he said dad jokes. I know, man, that was a dad joke. Hey, listen, if, if indeed you own more than five pairs of Jordans, do you own any stake in the brand? The brand is hot. $19 billion in the last couple of years. Do you own any Nike stock? If you don't own any Nike stock, you lost. Mm. Oh, once you bought the six pair of Jordans, you took a L. You lost. Okay. But give me two pair. I need two pair. All right. Anyway, uh, shout out to Michael Jordan for that. I'm glad. I'm glad many athletes are not collecting any money after their playing career. So I'm glad to see him winning. Let's go to the current NBA roster. Stephanie, Steph, Stephanie, Steph uh, Curry, Warden, Warden. Is it Wardell? Whatever his name is. Wardell, Steph Curry. Steph Curry, as you can see here, uh, he's going to prove what I've been warning you about, about liberals, if you will, or virtue signalers. I like Steph as a basketball player and as a personality. I think he's cool. And we often tease him about his marriage to one, uh, you know, whatever her name is. But listen to this. These virtue signaling liberals are some of the biggest hypocrites in the world. They're super hypocrites. And the reason why they're hypocrites is that they are trying to act like they're just like you. But then when it push comes to shove, they too believe in this very same things that they're trying to get you to not to believe in like a wall. Oh, don't put a wall. We need immigrants. And we do need immigrants. Just by the way, we're going to need them. All right. None of y'all ninjas out here taking some of these jobs. We're going to need them. All right. But with that being said, they make you feel bad for putting living in a gated community. They make you feel bad for keeping people out of your neighborhood. Uh, but, but, but when it comes to them, not in my backyard applies to them. NIMBY. Mm. Steph Curry is a NIMBY. Not in my backyard, but they want it in your backyard. NBA star Steph Curry pushes to block low-income housing development mm. from being constructed behind this $30 million mansion. Now, here's the thing. I am not a virtual signaling liberal, so I will say right now I will block it too. Mm. Gotcha, bitch. I will block it too. See, but I'm, I'm, I'm not a hypocrite. I'm actually on message. 
I'm actually on code. I would block that shit too if I lived in a $30 million mansion. So the irony is, it's not that he blocked it. It's not that he blocked it for his safety. It's that he blocked it, but he's out there telling you without here virtue signaling that 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 he's uh that he's just like you. Uh, he's virtue signaling. Uh, who does he ride for? Does he ride for Biden? He rides for somebody. And you sitting there, and then all of a sudden he's blocking low income housing. Come on. Mm. Now it's a smart move by him because it decreases his property value. Also, it puts his safety of his family and, secu and, and security at risk. And the irony is, in the city he lives in, the low-income housing is still going to be worth like a, a million dollars. <laughs> we're talking about million-dollar property here. But this property is worth $30 million, so he doesn't want this to happen, right? You don't want million-dollar people around $30 million people. So he's a classist at best. But when push come to shove, it's not about race. It's not about even gender, uh, uh, not gender, but even that. But it's not about political affiliation. It's about economics. It's about class. And everything's about economics and class. You got poor trailer park trash that is on par or even below a lot of lower and middle income black and uh, black people. However, they're experiencing the same thing as uh, lower income or middle income black people. It's about class. It's about everything. So when this is, this is classism in its purest form and steph curry is not he's no different no matter how that much they vir virtue signal and he's one of us he ain't he don't want you in their neighborhood mm. just like i don't want you in my neighborhood either but i'm still on code but he's a virtue signaler i forgot her name anyway steph curry has pushed to block the construction of a low-income housing development in the vicinity of his 30 million dollar mansion in California, the 34-year-old NBA star and his wife, Aisha, penned a letter, a whole letter. Mm. They wrote a letter to the towner Atherton opposing the planned project on January 18th. They didn't want you to know about that letter. They didn't want y'all to know. But they wrote a whole letter, according to the letter. Both Curry and his 33-year-old wife are concerned about the threat such a development could pose to the safety and privacy of both the couple and their three children. Mm. As end quote, this is of the letter right here. As Atherton, 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 damn, my speech impediment's coming in. Atherton residents, we have been following along with the housing element update with special interest in the 23, we don't want no Sonic, 23 Oakwood property. We hesitate to add to the not in my backyard, literal, literally rhetoric. Yes, but that's what you're doing. But we wanted to send a note before today's meeting. The couple continue safety and privacy for us and our kids continue to be our top priority. And one of the biggest reasons we chose Atherton as home. We kindly ask that the town adopt the new house housing element without the inclusion of of their address. And I, I don't know why they put their address out there like that. And it says right here, should that not be sufficient for the state? We asked the town that the town commit to investing in considerably taller fencing and landscaping to block sight lines onto our family's property, which this is not out of line, but you guys got to realize in our country, whether you're black or white, whether you're Middle Eastern or Asian, if you got money, if you got money, I got money. It ain't about race or anything. It's about economics. And he like, do not bring them broke ninjas around me looking into my shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, shout out to Steph Wardell, Steph, 
for being a hypocrite, but I'll give him this. He's right. He's right. If I own $30 million property, I want people in my backyard, but I'll tell you, and I ain't going to virtue signal. I ain't going to say you want to bust, but not all skin folk are kin folk. Mm. <laughs> not all skin folk. He was like, you ninjas are not going to be all up in me. <laughs> right? Shout out, shout out to him. But look, he's a hypocrite. Just like that. And last hypocrite right here is going to be your boy, Bill Gates. New, 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 new world order. What did I tell you guys? I told you what was what from the beginning. Y'all ninjas don't want to listen to me. Y'all called me scared that y'all was going to die and catch the little flying virus and all that shit. Y'all ran and got y'all little jabby jabs. I told y'all I lost a whole Instagram page over this shit. Bill Gates secured hundreds of millions in profits. Oddly enough, from the MRNA stock sale before suddenly changing tune on the technology of the pokey poke. Mm. What in the world? Look, got to get my bag and run. <laughs> this is what we I was saying this from the beginning. Follow the money. I was like, why do they keep putting this dude out here? Um, On TV talking about this, I'm like, he ain't no doctor because as soon as I talk about it, are you a doctor? I'm like, I'm not a doctor, but I see this dude talking about it. Well, he's concerned and he's a he's a philanthropist and he's done this all over the world in India and all this shit. I'm like, I don't care. He break, he about to make some money. He about to make some money. I got money. Now, if you don't know what happened, if you don't know what happened last week, this dude done threw the whole company up under the bus. He threw the whole process up under the bus. Oddly enough, right after he sold the stock. Yo, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my Lord, man, tell these people. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> man, I don't know what to tell y'all people, man. I told you you guys were normies. <laughs> Shout out to the purebloods out here. It was like, maybe there is a problem with how we administer this, how we did it. And then he skedaddled with the bag. Oh, man. And y'all listen to this dude, didn't y'all? Bill Gates secured 100. This is right here. January 31st. Yesterday. Oh, it says right here. Once a MRNA. Well, I don't even know how to say it. Once a MRNA evangelist. Gates. By the way, this is not disinformation. This is right here. Public right here. This is information right here that you can find right there. This is a source. What's it, MRNA evangelist Gates now dismisses the technology as inferior after banking a 15x return on investment. <laughs> and he dumped a bunch of it in Microsoft just recently. Just so and, and be, look, he dumped the he dumped he dumped a bunch of it back into Microsoft. And y'all niggas ain't paying attention. <laughs> y'all ain't paying attention to this world. Follow the money. Follow the money. He just dumped a bunch of, and Microsoft is still doing good as a valued uh, tech company. He says, <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, let me continue with this article if you're interested. I'm just telling you, follow the money. Bill Gates secured hundreds of millions of dollars in profits from his foundation. Uh, foundation's impeccably timed investment in bio and tech. The Pfizer partner uh, for its mRNA Coke, uh, C19 shots before dramatically reversing course and proceeding to openly cast doubt on the entire technology. Mm. Yikes. 
In reviewing SEC filings, the dossier has found that the Gates Foundation holding in BioNTech went from 1,038,674 shares to only 148,674 shares over the course of the third quarter of 2021, downsizing the Gates position in the VAC manufacturer by 86% of shareholding. Good Lord, have mercy. Yikes. Uh, Let's see here. This is a, I don't want to continue reading. They're talking about this is a right here. They're, they're, They're going into September, 2019, how much they invested in. They dumped a bunch of money in. Then they started promoting time, timing, timing's everything. Follow the money. These principles are last the test of time. Timing's everything. They dumped a bunch of money in. Let me read it right here. September, 2019, uh, they uh, agreed upon a purchase of $18, $18 a share. And let me see how much money they dumped in September of 2019. With the average price around three. Oh, okay. By third quarter. Okay. So it was $18 a share, 2019 September by it says right here, by the time they dumped it, it was $300 a share. So they, they took a cool $242 million profit profit and timing is everything man time is everything look look i'm just letting y'all know and uh the the article's being blocked by me they want me to subscribe by email or something like that let me see oh no they popped it up right there they propped it up all right i had to uh, say continue in november 2022 gates after dumping 86 percent of his bio and tech bag shockingly declared that quote we need a new way of doing Pokety pokes. I'll show it to you right here. Look, you guys see it right here, just so you can see it. Here it is, right there. You guys read this. Hold up, read this shit right here. <laughs> right there. In November, after after dumping eighty six percent of the bag, he shockingly declared, "Quote: We need a new way of doing the pokes. We didn't have pokes that block transmissions." Gates said contradicting all of his previous interviews in which he continually claimed the poke were safe and significantly blocked transmissions. Quote, we got the poke that helped that that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduced the transmission, he added. And last week, Gates amped up his doubtable rhetoric about the mRNA, continuing to distance himself from the once hype technology that he used to secure hundreds of of millions of dollars in pandemic profits. It's right there. This is not information. It's sitting right there, right in front of your face. All right, in your face, in your face. Gotcha, bitch. Man, look, to me, what you guys got to understand, this is the thing. This is the thing. If anything happens in this world, the first thing you have to understand is it's money first. Mm. Everything is money first. In, in America, it's always about capitalism. It's never about feelings. It's never about sympathy. It's never about what she would do right, what we would do right. It's never about morality. It's never about safety. It's never about security. It's never about those things. Now, if you want them to be them things, I'm sorry. It's never about that first. To me, it's always about the money. Every single time. So if something happens and it seems weird, it's about the money. Mm. It's about the money. 
then the other things might come in with morality, safety, and security dead ass last. Now, if they make morality, safety, and security first, I automatically question it. I automatically go, are you sure? Because nobody's ever concerned about our safety and security. Not for my general purposes, they're not. It's always about the bag and never doubt that. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> Cash is king. Money talks, bullshit walks. All right. And so when you get in your feelings about something, always just go back to where's the money at? Follow the damn money. Now, if you don't want to believe in that, I don't know what to tell you. But there's nothing that people want will do right here to save your damn life. I've been saying that for a long time. If y'all want me to save the community, I ain't going to do it. I'm not moving back there. Because if my life gets snuffed out, they're going to step over my cold, dead carcass, and they might, they might paint me a mural in one of these places. All right? At best, they did it to Nipsey. They did it to Pac, Biggie. Still unsolved. Mer Come on, man. Mm. Kevin Day. I mean, look, nobody cares. Nobody cares about your safety and security here. Nobody does. Nobody cares about the morality of anything. It's always about the money. Mm. And when you start doing that, you're going to figure things out real fast. Everything's going to make sense. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. It, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. That's it. Start there first, and then everything else will make sense. But if you want to start on some emotional hype, you're going to be lost in this world. You're going to be all chicken bot, all chicken bot. <laughs> Shout out to the DJ Quick. Here to educate y'all. Do me a favor, man. Hit the like button. I appreciate y'all. We got 2,000 people watching this live on this money mindset. All right, sorry. This is the blue chip mindset. Um, we're going to take a commercial, take me to a commercial real quick. And then uh, we're going to be back with the most entitled woman in America. All right. The most entitled woman in America. We're going to play her when we come back. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now, some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? back in here with another youtube live stream let me hit these super chats in here we got Nooski. he's dropping a bag he says message to the community mg mj is making our reparations check every year year over year stop buying this stuff and maybe we can get ahead can we stop well nope he says i own zero pair of jordans they my feet uh they my my feet i'm not sure what that means that might be a mistake right there but uh no, man, I mean, you know, fashion means a lot in our community. Well, y'all's community, not mine. Mm. 
mind. <laughs> All right. Fashion means a lot. But when we talk about where we're losing money, it's bad. And I think somebody correct me if I'm wrong. The African-American community and the world has the 10th largest economy. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I might I know I'm not accurate. This is not accurate. But if you take the African-American community's earnings around the world, the economy, it is the 10th largest economy in the world. And we put fashion and broads first. We put fashion and broads first amongst everything. This is the reason why people typically don't have ish. Somebody said we even crap like somebody said it's the seventh largest economy. I mean, it's up there with California. I mean, California itself, I think, is the fifth largest economy in the world. California, the state of California, California, California is their own country. They could be their own country if they had a National Guard, if they had their own militia or military, which I'm sure they're considering at one point. All right. California could be a country in its own. But it's California number five. And I think African-American is like seventh. It's sad. It's sad. But then what happens, man? <laughs> Texas could be his own country, too. They, they pushing to be their own country. Fashion, cars, travel, jewelry, and broads. But sad. So don't, I, I'll never hear. I'll never listen to black people don't have nothing. I'll never listen to it. What they don't have is financial understanding. What they don't have is the the um, the embracing of capitalism. Right. You got you got the embracing of capitalism when it's time to spin. But when it's time to invest, when it's time to do anything like that, now nah, they don't have that principle. Uh, shout out to Amari. He says, we'll catch the replay. Shout out to the coach game. Dudes in the hood would rather buy more Jordans and stand in line for some rather than using that money and getting the passport and seeing the world rather see they hood than the whole globe. Sad reality. A lot of men aren't traveling. A lot of men don't travel outside their their little bubble, if you will. And more and more dudes are doing it. They just got to get off child support. In league, I trust. He trusts in himself. Shout out to you. I'm rich, he says, I came to my senses and made a 180 degree turn and left my job and now going to school full time for cybersecurity for free and getting paid for doing it. Shout out to you. Thanks to my GI Bill and pension, which I call my reparations. I salute you, coach. Keep doing the Lord's work. Shout out to you, man. Put Use as much as you can of those people's money to get to your position. That is great positioning. All right, good to hear that. Major League, hey, coach, did you see the Ocho Cinco interview with Shannon Sharp in regards to managing his finances? And I thought I did, and I thought I was going to have a segment about it, but I realized I, I excluded it on accident. But if I have time at the end of the stream, I'll cover it because he was half right on some of the things I agree with about. I agree with about 70% of what he said. I, too, shop at Claire's for jewelry. So, um, And I knew he's been doing that for a long time, so that's not a secret. I wear I wear my earring. I will never, I won't say I never buy. But I probably, I feel reluctant buying uh, real earrings, right? I go, I buy my shit off of Amazon, Claire's, all right? Putting real jewelry, like I don't wear blingy bling jewelry. Like I got some old silver shit right on my, I'll, I will buy watches though. I will buy watches, which is one of the things he talked about. So maybe at the end of the show, if we have time, I'll bring up that interview. Shout out to Eric. S, he says, blue chip mindset for the win. We back in here. Shout out to Big Buck. Pause. Dick Gregory, he says, uh, Big Dick Gregory was talking biblical, coach. 
He says, thank, I think, yeah, thanks for the tongue. I mean, I'm not sure what that meant at the beginning or the end of that. But yeah, man, we've lost our way with the world. We lost our order of nature in God for sure. We put, you know, um, in the Bible terms, in the new, in the Old Testament, the Lord was so mad at the world. And by the way, the asteroid, I have a funny video of an asteroid collapse uh, colliding to uh, New York, uh, tells you how insignificant we are to this planet, how everything could change, game, game changer overnight. Uh, with that being said, in the New Testament, they had warned people to stop idolizing false idols, right? Worshiping items, trophies, um, uh, pedestalizing imagery. False gods. Uh, we idolize just about everything other than ourselves, meaning us as a human species. Um, we idolize items, you know, cars, jewelry, uh, people who are not speaking the truth, prosperity preachers. Like you could probably say this is some sort of prosperity preachers, but no, this is hard, tough love for, for most people. But we idolize things other than what we should be idolizing and God punished the world with wrath and vengeance. He showed the power of the Lord. And at some particular point, he will look and reflect on some of you ignorant people idolizing and worshiping these false gods and these individual things that mean nothing to you. Thus he might flood it again. All right. He might go ahead and send that asteroid. You know what? Let me see if I can find that video of the asteroid. It was on my Instagram. Uh, let's see. It was quite it was quite entertaining for me. Uh, I don't want the asteroid to come not in my lifetime, but if it did come, we would be. Let me see here. We would be no contest. Oh, Valuetainment shared it. All right. Shout out to Valuetainment and Patrick Bet Davidson and your boy. Uh, what's my guy's name over there? I can't remember his damn name. Because I ain't thinking about it, but it don't mean he's insignificant. I don't remember names very well. All right, so, nope, that's not it. We'll get back to the story here. That's Nigeria. Oh, here we go. Let's uh, pop this up on the screen. As you can see here, as you can see here, we're no contest. We need to understand our place as a, as a people. Asteroid Eidos over New York City with a diameter of approximately 16.8 kilometers. All right, so let's go ahead and see a video of what it would do. No volume on it. Uh, this is the asteroid there. You guys have been asking for it. And of course, that's what it would look like. And it would be a major catastrophe had this thing show up here. This would be, oh, Adam, that's his name. Shout out to Adam. This would be new, 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 new world order. And I don't know if they would give you a real warning of what it was. It would be, a, it would be over. This is over New York City. Asteroid send it. All right, it will be our, and God can show his wrath at you guys' idolatry in seconds. As you can see, this would be a major, major catastrophe. It would the world will be over. I mean, just go ahead and mail it in. It's not just New York, everything would be over. All right, everything we do would be it. <laughs> so I said, send it. I'll send it. Y'all trying to bring it in. This is Sodom and Gomorrah 2.0. Some of y'all deserve it. All right, for you youngins, it's not going to happen in your time. But should it happen, it's a Rapsky. They will give you a warning if you're in the know, if you're in the club. All right, let's skip ahead. Let's skip ahead. I got um, I got some evils in this world right here. Let's go to this one, and then we'll go back to talking about the upper middle class living paycheck to paycheck. 
it's an evil world we live in right there. It's an evil world we live in. But let's talk about entitlement, money entitlement. This is somewhat the main event. I'll give it to you early. Give it to you early. Somebody said, bring it on. Y'all cold, man. Y'all just want to see things destroyed. Okay. Okay. We'll let some people live. We'll let y'all live. Let's see if I can pull this video. All right. So let me see if I can jump ahead right here. This is courtesy of fair use. I might have to do my fair use. Hold on for a second. I got to do things. Sorry. I got to I got to handle some business here. Right here. Fair use. Exos for copyrighted material may under certain circumstances be quoted verbatim for purposes such as criticism, news reporting, teaching and research without the need for permission from or 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 for permission from the payment or the copyright hoarder and all of that stuff. Whatever I said, you know what I mean? Fair use. And this is going to be from the gentleman known as Caleb Hammer. Second video that I'm going to share you. Caleb Hammer. All right. Hammer time. All right. Let's get the hammer time. There he is right there. Let's play the video. He's interviewing a straggle daggle with pure entitlement. Let's see if I can pull up a picture of the straggle. All right. Let me see if I can pull up this picture of the straggle. Let's see here. There's no volume yet. So don't worry. We're just going to I'm just trying to line it up with the straggle. There she is right there. All right. Straggling sniggle. This could be straggling sniggle theater, too. So this is the entitled country that we live in. I want you to see her and how she thinks about money. And a lot of people think this about money. <laughs> a lot of people think this about money. Now, she is going to be reflecting the thoughts of many Americans. Maybe not her own, but many Americans. Okay. Of how they think about money. And much, much of it is, much of, much of it is that you owe me. Much of it is you owe me. Okay, let me see something right quick. And um, this is the art imitating life, right? And so a lot of people, you might not think this is real. A lot of people think this way. A lot of people have no problem thinking this way. And I'm sure if you are in the financial world or you have family members that are straggle daggles, you know exactly who these people are. So don't try to act like it's fake. This is definitely a real reflection of American people. All right, and it's a sad reflection. And a lot of these people think money is going to save them. Money's not going to save you. You have to save yourself in order to get the money karma that you want. But this entitlement, this entitlement, this is reflected in this video. All right, entitlement of the modern American person, not just women, is reflected in this video. All right, so it doesn't have to be real. It just has to be an understanding that this is how people think. All right, so let's go ahead and skip ahead after the intro. There she is right there. All right, you've seen women like this. You've seen the eviction rates. You've seen the country collapsing. You've seen the student loan debt problem. You've seen it. Don't get it twisted. This is real. This is the modern mindset. Let's go ahead and play it. Fair use. Yes. I am from Pittsburgh, and I'm 25. What do you do for a living? It's a great question. I try to find ways to pay my rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Well, I try to find ways to pay my rent. I don't know, man. She's walking out here. No bra on. Listen, I don't mind it. I try to find ways to pay my rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Let me guess. You definitely got those 10 toes up. Definitely getting them cheeks clapped. And trust me, I know. Let's go ahead and play it. So, what's your, what's your typical methods? 
Um, mostly music, like working with artists. Oh, what do you do yeah. with them? Um, whatever is necessary, like assistant, assistant tour managing, that kind of world. Okay. And yeah. how's that going so far? It's good. That's why I'm here in Austin right now. Yeah. Live music capital of the world. Are you finding some good work? Oh, well, we're doing a show at Soho House tomorrow night. Okay. She's in a band. She's in the band. Obviously, you could tell by her free spirit. This is not the woman that urinated on that man's face on the stage, I presume. It could be, though. So she's definitely just finding her way in her free spirit. This is somebody's daughter. Oddly enough, nobody says, Coach, this is somebody's daughter when we talk about these reckless straggles. It's only when I'm between her legs, you're only worried about her being somebody's daughter. All right, but this is somebody's daughter. This is somebody's dad, hopes and dreams, colliding with reality this is somebody's some father invested in his life and passed up his hopes and dreams to give this woman a better life and this is how she turned out ordained to the streets it's an evil world we live in it is indeed she in these streets in these streets this is somebody's somebody's father lost custody of their daughter so she can become this somebody who chews black and miles for a living she chews them instead of smokes. Let's continue. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. What do you make a year-ish or a month? I mean, it really depends. I it really depends. Yes, I know. I'm in a bind. It depends. She don't got no job either. Just started doing freelance stuff like this year. Yeah. Before that, it was... Um, I worked at a record label. Okay. It was like 60K a year. It was like 60K a year. I'm doing freelance work. She don't got no job. <laughs> she, she don't got a job. What are you talking about? She sells booty. I'm sure she does. She definitely sells some booty. And she probably got OnlyFans in the feed picture. What are we talking about here? Guys, these are the people here that are voting for Biden. These are the people that are marching when somebody gets their life snuffed out. These are the people yelling white supremacy. These are the people talk about they want reparation. These are the people hoping that money's going to change their life. Watch how she treats money. Let's continue. So you made the jump to full-time to essentially self-employed. Yeah. How has that gone so far? I'm a lot happier. A lot happier. Yeah. Okay. All right, so happiness is the priority. I'm not happy. All right, <laughs> a lot of people chase happiness. Yeah, you're, you're running a fool's errand, but go ahead. Okay. Way less stressed out. Really stressed out? No, way less stressed out. Oh, way less stressed out. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. How's how's the uh, you know money situation though? Like paying rent and saving up. You know, it's hard, but I just view money as a circle. Like it comes and it goes. Okay. She views money like a circle. It just comes and it goes. Hey, I'm just winging it. I'm happy. I'm not less stressed out. I'm getting cheeks clapped. I'm selling feet pictures. What the hell's the problem? You got Joe Biden in the office. Everything's getting taken care of, right? She's taking care of her business. I'm assuming she has no financial problems since she's happy, right? We're going to assume that, right? Let's go ahead and talk about this right here. Let's go ahead and get to it. Let's play it. You know, and it's always going to come back. I just don't know when. Comes it's always going to come back. I don't know when. All right. And it goes. So does yeah. that mean no saving? I mean, I have savings. 
How much is in your savings? Uh, uh, how much is in your savings? Well, uh, I don't know. I just, you know, enough. <laughs> All right. Enough is in my savings. All right. What else do we got? <laughs> what else do we got? Let's continue with it. Let's continue with it. Where's my damn. Here we go. I don't know. I don't like to look at it. Really? Is yeah. this like an emergency fund or like retirement? Mm. I have both. Okay. Yeah. Get a gas emergency fund. What do you think? Like a couple thousand. She lying her ass off. Like a couple thousand. She lying. And retirement? Retirement. Uh, well, I had a 401k whenever I was at the label. Right. Yeah. And I just haven't looked at it since I quit. So whenever I was at the label. Right. And I just haven't looked at it since I quit. All right. So she broke. She broke. Well, you already know, man. Now when it gets, look, this is why you have to ask the hard questions when you're dealing with women like this, right? So they're going to act like they're not stressed. They're happy. They're getting juices and all of these things and cleansing and living their life and freelancing. You think that they're going to be financially responsible. But the problem is they're not financially responsible. They're, they're out here struggling. But they're not going to tell you, oh, money's a circle. Oh, I'm happy. I got I got a 401k. I got a little bit of my retirement saved up. Right. She broke as a joke. She's she's struggling, but you know what she's doing is she's ignoring it. And everybody else has got to pay her tab. Everybody's got to pay the tab. Let's go ahead and continue. So oh, what was it when you quit? I don't I don't know. Like okay. <laughs> yeah, I yep, yep, yep. When the tough questions come, the all of a sudden the confidence is gone. Remember. The confidence is gone. This is one of the reasons why women ask you a lot of questions. They ask you a lot of questions, but you never get to ask them a question. And that's an avoiding strategy so that you don't investigate them. They broke. She's shuffling, stumbling, staggering. She's slipping and stumbling and tripping and fumbling. She hungry because she hungry in love. Here we go. I really have no idea. Do you think you're going to be able to retire? Um, oh god, is that what this is about? <laughs> See, uh oh, oh, she, she's shuffling now. Oh my goodness, she's like, Oh, wait a minute, you asking me tough questions now? She's about to stagger and stumble. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man, what you going to do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Yep, yeah, she's stuck. Hey, she's staggering now. Oh, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought you were going to ask me about how wonderful my life was. I thought you were going to see how fine I was and dating and all of these things that I know answers to. But now you are going to ask me tough questions. Mm. Oh, I'm out of here. Skedaddle. <laughs> she got, yeah, she triggered now. Oh, wait, this was okay. Hold on. She like, I don't want to talk. Uh, let me get back to the video here. Here we go. This interview. This is about you. <laughs> um, yeah. But I mean, like, I feel like I'm retired now because I just. That's out. awesome. Yeah. I like that. What? Yeah. Oh, that's. She's retired now. Mm. She's retired. I'm retired now. <laughs> I'm just traveling the world. She's sitting there like this. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. This is what you're turning your life over to by just. Dude, see, sex is a spiritual uh, act. 
you're engulfing their spirit. If these people have this spirit, this is what you're taking on. Pretty cool. So you travel a lot for this job, I assume. Yeah. Do you have a rent? A what? Rent or mortgage? Oh, rent. Yeah. How much is your rent a month? Uh, nine twenty-five. Nine twenty-five. That's in LA. Yeah. Wow. COVID deal. All right, so these are the people that are finessing the unemployment, the coffers, they're raiding the coffers, they're doing bait scams, they're leaving off COVID rent, they're doing the rent moratorium, all of these things that is going to catch up to you. Money karma is going to catch up. This is entitlement. They need to pay our rent. She on Section 8, got roommates. Let's continue. COVID deal, and now mm. it's locked in, isn't it? They can only increase it by, exactly. what, 3%? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have those laws in Texas. Yeah. yeah. Um, chilling. Yeah. I'm chilling. Good Lord. This is America now. This is America, bro. Okay. So you have that $900 obligation. Do you yeah. have a car loan, like a vehicle loan? Do you know I got uh, my car from a family member. So. Uh, so, okay. Here we go with the family members. Her father. Mm. She finessed her father, probably sued the father, talked cash shit about the daddy or the mama, or some family member who died in a mysterious insurance fire. Oh, I just got their car. Dude, and they will, sh dude, these people will look you up and down like you broke. They'll look you up and down like, mm. <laughs> Jesus. What else does she got to say here? Oh, I got it from a family member. Ah, chicken box. What? She avoided that shit. She sidestepped. You mean you got it from your sugar daddy? You got it from your sugar daddy. Let's continue. Oh, I just have to worry about like insurance. That's awesome. Okay. So yeah. And then credit cards. Do you have any credit card I debt? Do. Ooh, I do. Ooh, how much? I'm not going to say that number. My gosh. My gosh. I'm not going to say that number. Nah, we don't want to talk about that. Like insurance. That's awesome. Okay. So yeah. And then credit cards. Do you have any credit card debt? I do. Ooh, I do. how much? I'm not going to say that number. Okay. Camera. Is it under 10000 over 10000 Not specified. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, no, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, why'd you end up getting the, into credit card debt in the first place? Because uh, I needed a credit card because I didn't have money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, dude. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Oh. Yeah. Groceries on the credit card, car payment insurance on the credit card. She maxed out. She maxed out. But she buying a little smoothie here, a little green smoothie, walking with her titties out. They broke, man. I'm telling y'all, when you get to a point where you got money, when you got money, you got to understand that you way ahead of the game in terms of many, many modern women, right? If they Definitely if they vote Democrat, you way ahead of them. All right, you way ahead of them because their mentality is entitlement. Gimme, 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 gimme. Let's continue. Yeah, weed. She done bought weed. I bet you she got an opinion about every damn thing. She got an opinion about everything. And she out here just bleeding debt. So it was more you just needed money. Yeah. And people were like, oh, you should get a credit card. Oh. Who advised that? Uh, people? College. People are stupid. Yeah. College yeah. advised it? Yeah. Like yeah. your advisor? Yeah. No, 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 no. That look, she's side eyeing, she lying her ass. So college did not advise that. Now, colleges do do predatory credit card lending to students, 
right at 18, they're sitting up and pay, giving dudes people credit cards so uh, that they'll never pay off in 10 years. And they'll continue to climb in debt. You're starting your, your life off in debt. So if you had a father, he probably would have told you, don't do that. All right. No credit cards or giving him a credit card where you're the um, you're you have a permission. You're an additional user on their card so they can see what you're charging up. Let's continue. I want to go punch this advisor in the face. What were they yeah, thinking? Yeah. Oh, nah, she blaming Jermaine. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's almost like they get commission on like stupidity. Yeah. What is that? That Okay. I'm upset. But that's yeah. okay. Yeah. So you did go to college. Mm. Oh, wow. She went to college. Hold up for a second. She went to college. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. All right. I can't wait to hear this. Oh, my goodness. So you were a college student when they said you should get this credit card because you needed money? Yeah. You know? Do you have student loans? I do. As a reminder, this individual said she's retired at 25. She's chilling. She's happier than she's ever been. And she doesn't have a job or own a car. <laughs> Yo, bruh. But I bet you she's on dating apps. I bet you she got a she got a, a sugar daddy. Let's see how bad it is about this college debt. Look at her. And this is the modern entitled person. Good. Look, if this is you and I'm describing you, if this is you and you're complaining about anything financially, first thing you need to do is you need to stop dating. You need to stop dating. You need to get off social media or you need to turn your social media into a business and you need to get to two jobs, get the two jobs. You need to cut the bullshit. Unfortunately, this is the majority of Americans. All right, uh, let's continue. This is why people are down bad. Let's continue right here. Look at her. Look at the look at the smug look on her face. Let's continue. How much? I'm not. Them. You're not. No. Are they all public or any federal? You don't know. Or, I'm uh, sorry. Are there any private ones? She don't. No. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 Now, why are you them. not paying them? Because why would I? Mm. Here we go, man. This is the majority of Americans. 70% of the student loan debt belongs to women. Uh, most of the women said they ain't paying them. They're, they're going to come up with every excuse. All oh, the black women's going to be uh, this and this is predatory lending. And uh, they took advantage of me. And your dumb ass made the decision. You took out the debt. Okay. I ain't paying for it. You signed for it. Yeah, but it was predatory lending. Everybody's got an excuse. Look, man. And they're just waiting for Joe Biden. They're doing Joe Biden. They're pushing him in office. They're and he's not going to come. He's not going to do shit. He ain't getting rid of it. We all know that that was a scam to get him in. That got to, that got people to desperately vote him in. He ain't getting rid of it. He the best he said he was going to do is 10k, and he can't even do that. He's not even going to be able to get that. Now he's trying to do this other thing around there, where only a small percentage of people can get there. They get a small percentage of their loans paid off. A small percentage, and still you're going to be down. Uh, 90% of your loan. I ain't paying it. Oh, man, we we in trouble. We in trouble, America. This is the entitlement, this social media life. She wants to live a social media life on Instagram, but she's in debt. Let's continue. But like if it starts back up, if none of them are forgiven, I mean, you'll just not pay them. Yeah. So minimum monthly payments come in. You owe us $300. You're just. Uh -uh. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't paying. And that 
hurts your credit. You don't care. Yeah. Man. It might go to collections and people could come after you and yeah. potentially sue you. You do not care. No. Yeah. Here we are, man. And uh, she's probably very vocal about political issues. Here we go. Yeah, we get into reparations. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Not paying them. Not paying them. So what? What's the mindset behind this? I'm curious. I just think it's stupid. Like it's not real. It ain't real. <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> the debt is not real. All right, it ain't real, man. It, it might be real in your mind, but it ain't real in mine. All right, somebody says sue her for what she broke. Again, we talk about this slave system that you guys choose. Slavery is a choice in 2023. You guys are choosing it. Oh, we still got some more. Oh, it ain't real. As far as long as I ignore it, it ain't real. Here we go. Now, it's not real question me. like on morality, because morality is, you know, person to person. Mm -hmm. Some people think it's like a, a general thing. There's a general morality. Some people get their morality from the Bronze Age. Some people just get it from the lives they're born in, right. whatever. When it comes to your morals, there were student loans that were a contract that you signed with your name, mm -hmm. agreeing to pay back. Do you not feel a moral responsibility? Not at all. Okay. Yeah. What about the credit card? Do you feel a moral responsibility to pay that not back? Not at all. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hey, listen, 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 listen. Now, listen, I, I don't care about morality. I just know as a system, your energy, when you're dealing with things, the law of attraction, the way you the way you treat money, the way you treat money, money will treat you the way you treat money. Money will treat you the way you treat money. Just like anything, people will treat you the way you treat people. All right. It's the same thing about everything. So uh, maintenance is uh, cheaper than repair. But you know what I mean? You guys got to pay. You got to maintain your things and you guys will look past maintenance and then the repair bill comes. You're bad. I can't believe this park car person's charging me this for this repair. Have you ever maintained your car? Did you get the oil changed? Did you change the spark plugs? Did you do all of these things? Nope, you didn't do it. So now maintenance is more. I'm sorry. The repair is more expensive than the maintenance. You could have just maintained it. You would have been all right. But same thing with these people. I'll just ignore it. But you owe me. I'm entitled to. I need a man that makes 100,000. Th 100, These are the same people. These are the same people that say they want a man that has their shit together. This is a man. These are the women who say they want a man with their shit together. They don't want to date no scrubs. This is crazy. And typically, women do not honor contracts. So I would not get into any contracts with a woman. I mean, it's very difficult for them to honor it. They just will say, I'm not going to do it. All right, let's continue here. Uh, she's got more to say. You thought that was the worst here. Do you feel more responsibility to pay your rent? Honestly, no, because my landlord's a dick. Uh, see, my landlord's, I'm not paying my rent either. My landlord is a piece of salami. So she's not even going to pay her rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And in Los Angeles, where she says she lives, there's a rental moratorium that I don't even think has ended yet. So she does not have to pay the rent. Why? Oh, well, he's an asshole. What does that have to do with? What does that have to do with paying your rent? If you pay your rent on time, you probably would never hear from your landlord. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel a moral responsibility to you go through the drive through at McDonald's, they give you some nuggies, and right. do you feel moral responsibility to pay for that? Not really, because McDonald's is a huge corporation. I think Not the corporation argument. Oh, they make plenty of money. Not the huge corporation argument. See, these are economically uh, ignorant people. 
They don't realize that people got to feed families. Uh, they don't realize that doing this type of thing actually increases the price of everything. All right, I can steal it. They can afford it. Yeah, but it increases the prices of everything because of the theft. Now, if you don't believe in corporation and capitalism, say that, right? Sure, they make a billions of dollars. Okay, Michael Jordan makes his money. Uh, uh, we got it. But stealing, it only hurts the consumers going forward. This is ignorance. And if you don't care about the consumers going forward, that's okay. But when you can, you're going to complain about something, the price of eggs, the price of chicken, the price of everything, then you're going to be stealing chicken. Everything goes up as a result of your behavior towards these people. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Let's continue here. I think we should go back to the barter system. The barter Personally, system. that's just me though. Yeah. Okay. Trading. What would you be trading? I know what. No, like I have an apple. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to play that again. What would you be trading in the barter system? What would you be trading in the barter system? Well, I know what it is. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. Yep. You be trading that poom. You be trading poom poom. Let's continue. To the barter system. The barter personally system. that's just me though yeah okay trading what would you be trading i don't know like i got it right here i got another woman that'll tell you what she's been trading here we go here's the thing you know if you're broke just say that don't be mad at me for charging people for my time materials and efforts god that right there sounds about right <laughs> she's like uh apples oranges no, center cut, filet mignon, all right? That juicy stuff, that gushy stuff. That's what, you've been, that's what you're probably going to be trading. I have an apple. You have oranges. I need oranges type of thing. So people would give you oranges for your freelance service? Yeah, and then I could pay my rent with oranges. <laughs> with oranges? Are you sure it's going to be with oranges? She's like, I'm going to be paying with oranges. Yeah, you're going to be paying with oranges. You're going to be paying with this. I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. Yeah, you're going to be paying with that. All right, let's continue right here. You are effing 10, baby. What if your landlord doesn't want oranges? What if he wants money? I don't know. Honestly, this is requiring a lot more brain power than I expected. <laughs> I thought this was a 20-second interview. Uh oh Well, you're giving me interesting topics to talk about for what it's worth. Yeah. Because uh, I I'm... do kind of have to go, though. Okay. No, that's yeah. okay. Can yeah. I ask you one more question just yeah. to end it? Yeah. Okay. Do you have any financial goals in the future, and how are you going to meet them? I mean, I would like to have a house. I'll say I win the lottery one day. Oh, there it is. The hope strategy. She go, I hope I win the lottery. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to get money to fall right in my lap. That's how it, that is going to be the answer. But no moral obligation to pay for that house, right? Bingo. Yeah, got it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, right there, there there's the state. There's the state of the American, it's not just American women. A lot of men have this mindset as well, unfortunately. And I'm going to tell you, the longer you have this entitlement, 
and this look of what you think somebody owes you and what you don't have to do. I'm not going to play the game of capitalism, but I want to benefit from capitalism, meaning I want capitalism to return back what I'm owed. And you don't put in the sweat equity. You don't put in the elbow grease. You don't put in the ideas. You don't take the risks. You don't own the business as opposed to working for the business. You don't actually have an additional source of income, at least three to five revenue streams. You're going to take L's out here. You're going to be taking L's left and right. So be prepared for that just so you know. Let me share this quick story about even for men, how this can affect you negatively. And we're going to go to not Kanye West, but a guy named DJ Mustard. DJ Mustard is paying his soon-to-be ex-wife, which her name is Chanel Theory. He's paying her living expenses and credit card bills amid divorce. This is what happens when you marry a financially ignorant person. They start stealing from you because you got the money. Yeah, you got the money. I got money. The 32-year-old responded to his ex's $80,000 monthly child support by demanding joint legal and physical custody. Yep, they're going to lose they're going to use child support. They're going to use alimony. Broke bitches going to be in child support court like crazy. Probably called you a loser, calling you everything but a loving father, and they're going to steal from you through your hard work and claim that they were the reason for your success. It says right here, midway through the 2022 news of DJ Mustard and Chanel Theory shocked many of them in the music industry. The longtime lovers were together for years prior to the producer's rise to fame. It was my fault. I created you. She previously described their separation as more than heartbreaking. Before they were married in 2020, in 2020, they had three kids together. Finally, after three years, we decided to step out on fate and date. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry. When I got pregnant, of course, a revenue stream for them with what the daughter's name is. I was so scared. Okay, we don't want to care about all this. All right. So she says, I dropped out of college, moved out of my mom's house, stayed with in YG's garage. Who's saying this shit? Him? For a while. Then to my, to your mom's until we get enough money to get our apartment. She recalled on how their family came to be. So what she's saying is, you know what? I was a part of your rise. We struggled. Now you have to pay me extra money. Fast forward to 2023, Mustard and Theory are feuding like never before. Here's your ex-wife right here, guys. According to the documents obtained by Radar Online, his co-parent claims that he's failing to meet the terms of their financial agreement. Remember, marriage is a business. You guys keep fooling me with this shit. Hey, marriage is not a business. It's about a love. You better have your business situation straight. And yes, you need a prenup, even if you're broke. Yes, you do. If you don't own shit, you need a prenup. Because if you get married, you're going to start owning shit. However, the California natives shut down these allegations, coming back with a court filing of his own. Congratulations. The DJ said that his ex is making the process difficult for both of them. At the same time, he's been paying for several of her living expenses as well as supporting their offspring. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. She's not telling the court that. She's not telling the court that. They agreed upon $18,000. She wants $80,000. He's paying for the probably the rent. He's probably paying for the kid stuff, but she's coming in saying what he's not paying for. All right. And then when he comes back and shows the court what he is paying for, she either probably going to have to pay half of that or she's going to have to come to sort of some sort of agreement or she's going to say, I didn't ask him to pay for any of that. Or she might say he didn't give it to me directly. He didn't give it to me directly, meaning that he paid the, the leasing office. He paid the landlord. 
whatever the rent obligation is. He paid for the school. He paid the school directly. He paid the daycare directly. And so this might amount to what they agreed upon, but she's saying he's not giving me any money. This is how treacherous these individuals are. I'm Trust me, I guarantee you she's got a laundry list or at least an Excel spreadsheet of everything she paid for. Meanwhile, he'll bring the same Excel spreadsheet in and say, well, I pay for all of this, and they'll throw it out of court. No, nah, that don't matter. She'll say, well, I didn't agree. I didn't want you to pay for that. That wasn't part of the obligation. You didn't pay me directly, so you owe me. These people are treacherous. Talk about I don't pay, coach. The new documents revealed that Mustard is seeking joint legal and physical custody, not even full. He's like, look, let me just get my joint custody. As for child support, he's willing to pay the previously agreed upon amount of $18,342 a month. I wouldn't agree to it, by the way, but if whatever. While it sounds high, Theory originally requested upwards of $80,000 for the same payment. $80,000. Now, the reason why I wouldn't agree to $18,000, I would agree to nothing. They're going to have to find and dig, okay? But sometimes you want an agreement to look like you want to move the, the case on. Uh, the reason why I wouldn't agree to that is, I don't, depending on the age of the children, you might have $18,000 a month now. But if the children are young, and then we're talking about 10 years later, your income might go down significantly. And it's going to go down significantly when you write those checks, right? You think, oh, I can afford it. I'll just write the check. The problem is when you write those checks, you're, you better have income coming in. And then in 10 years, you might not be making that much money, right? It's still crazy. So I wouldn't agree upon that anyway. And he says right here, uh, Chanel claims that uh, I have starved her out financially. Chanel claims that I have starved her out financially since the separation is a flat lie. I don't know where that comes from. Where's that coming from? All right, the 32-year-old writes in her filings, from the time Chanel and I separated in May of 2022, I continue to uphold my obligations to support her and the children. I continue to pay for all of Chanel's living expenses, including all of her credit card bills. Again, in a woman's mind, you're not giving her any money. I'm going to tell y'all right now, in the woman's mind, she believes she's getting no money because she has no money in her hand. What he's doing is he's taking the credit card bill and he's paying Visa, American Express, and MasterCard. Then he's taking the living expenses, the bills, and he's paying the bills. He pays the mortgage, the rent. He pays the electricity, the, the, the gas, the trash, the water. He's paying them directly to the company. In her mind, he's not giving her any money. That's too much financial control. So she wants the money in her aunt. Yeah, she, he's paying the private school. He's paying for the security. He's paying the gas card. He's paying for everything. She's going in the court saying he's not paying me anything. This is how women do you, bro. I'm telling you, that it was done to me, and it's continuing to be done to me. It's, they're doing it right now. They got a whole list. She got a whole list. Now, I'm going to give them a spreadsheet of everything I paid for. I'm going to give them a spreadsheet of everything I paid for. I'm going to take it in the court. It's going to be three times as higher as her bill. Whatever her tab is, it's going to be three times as higher. They're going to fight to throw all that shit out. They're going to be like, nah, 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 nah. That don't count. She didn't ask for that. You decided that on your own. This is not required equipment. Nah, you didn't tell her. She didn't agree. 
they're going to do it. In their mind, what you do don't matter. You're a deadbeat in the court because you owe me X amount, whatever's on this spreadsheet. Okay, so this is what you guys got to know is coming. And you better be prepared for it. And you better be as petty as them when it comes to this. Okay, he says women are allowed to lie in court. No penalties, no penalties. They could just make the shit up. Oh, I didn't know he was paying for that. I agree. Here it is right here. I also continue to pay Chanel's housing costs and the chosen children's expenses, including private school tuition. He's paying, dude, the guy's paying all the bills and probably still giving her $18,000. Or what he might be doing is paying the equivalent of $18,000. So he's not putting the money in her hand. She's still saying this. I'm not happy. <laughs> She's still not happy, bro. Y'all got to know, man, this is crazy. I don't know who this woman is. That's Lady London. Okay, here they are right here. Look at this shit. This is, these are the two goofballs arguing in court this is these are the people this is the woman the love of your life this is the woman who you fornicated well you didn't for well he did fornicate with her produce three children he's out of shape too he made his money and she's dragging him this right here now i think she's pregnant in the video in this picture so i don't think she's that overweight i think she's pregnant there he's got his hand on her belly I don't think she's a small woman, though. This was your ride or die. This is who you married. And this is what it's turned out to be. Okay. She all up in the video. The father of three also believes the ex is disregarding their joint parenting plan. Of course she is. If you don't pay, you don't get to see your children. Consequently, he says the public is holding him in a false. And wait, they're holding him in a false and demeaning light. Of course. Here we go. Because you're a deadbeat. You're a deadbeat. Oh, how dare you only pay for everything and not give her her $80,000. She built you. She created you. She's behind your success. He's still a deadbeat. Now, listen, this is why I tell you all the time. Never be sad that you're considered a deadbeat. A deadbeat is a term of endearment at this particular point because it's often spoken in ignorance. This individual, he can't win. He can't win in the court of public opinion because he's an asshole who won't give her the money she believes she's entitled to. And he's paying every single expense in response to theories dispute. Every saying, every saying she, everyone's saying she was financially starved. She's being financially starved. She's being financially abused. She's being controlled. Quote, I cannot control what the media outlet pulls from my social media page and what they infer from my writings. He, she wrote on the advice of her attorney. She also has been more cautious about her social media interactions amid the divorce. Guys, when you get divorced, they're going to look at all your social media. Anything you say. They're going to go into court. One side's going to go into court. He's saying this. He's saying that. This is called control. This is called control. And then she's going to say, well, he's the one doing this on social media. I'm saying nothing. Yeah, right. The exes began to mediate earlier this month. The family matriarch allegedly says that the music star hasn't been agreeing to anything that would, quote, benefit the children, not himself. She's saying. He said he's supposed to sign over the checks. 
He wrong. He's supposed to sign over them checks. She's supposed to be able to distribute the money out the way she sees fit. I'm sorry. What? She like, and still take your ass to work. He's not agreeing to anything that would benefit the children. Let me see one more time. He's paying for private school tuition, her housing, all her living expenses, her credit cards, and probably all the tutoring and all kind of shit. <laughs> the ex okay, let me see here. Let me see if there's more here. Before things became increasingly heated before uh, between the former couple, Mustard, DJ Mustard, took a moment last spring to address some of the circulating rumors. At the time, rumors had it that Chanel cheated on him, resulting in the union's demise. Uh-oh. Uh, it sounds like many times the more women scratch, they have a phrase, they have a says, thou does, thou doth protest too much. I think it's a goal, something like that. Thou do, thou doeth protesteth too much from CGA. People who protest too much often, they seem guilty. When you're the one causing the stir, when you're the one out here doing this and saying this, when you're out here saying what you owed, you're the one, when you're constantly going to court, when you're constantly saying this person owes me, when you have entitlement, most of the time, it probably was you doing the dirt. It probably was you. When you're the ones virtue signaling and you have nothing, what, 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 what did he do? Well, he was financially abusive. He yelled at me. Okay, what else did he do? That, that's not enough. Well, he was this and that. Okay. Normally, they're the bad guy. Thou doth protest too much. She's protesting too much. She's trying to play the victim and get everybody on her side. She's the one that effed it up. I guarantee you. I know this from experience. The person who, who's sitting there going, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? The person that's going, what is the hell's going on here? That's the one that can't figure the shit out. That's the one who didn't do the shit. The one who always out there putting paper on you, running to the court, filing. The one who's saying he ain't covering this, he ain't paying for that. That's the one who fucked up. Trust me. If you will go with that, that's going to be 90% right. You'll be 90% right. Any woman that says, my father, my baby daddy, a deadbeat, he don't do nothing. That person is the one that fucked up. <laughs> All right. You can almost take it to the bank. Take it to the freaking bank. All right. So anyway, uh, let's see here. Where are we at? Uh, let me get to these super chats and then we'll get to the remainder of the show. Shout out to Major League. Shout out to Aware and Awake Coach. You could buy a quality man suit, including a hat in the 1930s for an ounce of gold. He says today you can get the same hat and suit on uh, for an ounce of gold. Wait, you can or you can't? All you need to know. All you need to know about is currency versus assets. I think you meant you can't get it. Maybe you can. It's the same ounce of gold. Yeah, I think you meant you can because you're talking about $1,900, which is crazy. So you also, all you need to know about currency versus asset. That's true. That's true. So I see what you're saying now, and I kind of messed it up. But what you're saying is gold is the same, has the same value because of the value of the same thing. I see what you're saying there. I see what you're saying. And I messed it up. Blue Baggins says, just had a 304 from the junior college. Suggest we go out of town for my birthday. The audacity to think I'm taking her on a trip on my birthday. Free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. She wants to go on a trip. 
<laughs> she wants to go on a trip. I ain't taking you on no trip on my birthday. When I go on my birthday, I get the top. I get the top woman. I really go all out. I'd be like, hmm. I'd be making her like I'd be making her on the vision with my AI. <laughs> all right, Henry Resilient Mustard X Mustard's X wants cash in hand. Greedy bitch. Now here's the problem with cash in hand. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. This is the problem in these divorces that I see. If you give the money the woman where she gets to control the money, she's going to fumble it. She's going to mismanage the money. Okay, because she's going to put the money in the wrong places, right? Uh, She's not qualified for alimony. They've only been married for three years unless they combine the time that they were together. Child support she's going to get. She's going to fumble the money, and then she's going to come back and say, She's going to come back and say, I need more money. That's what she's going to say. This money ain't enough. How many women have dragged dudes to child support court, got a court order for $300, and they're sitting here still mad at the baby daddy? Still. Still. Well, that $300 wasn't enough. Well, you the one dragged me into the court, and the court said $300 is enough. (laughs) So if the court says $300 is enough, it's enough. Make it work. I'm sorry. Otherwise, you could have negotiated and we could have handled this like gentlemen, but you decided to get into this gangster shit, right? You decided to get into the gangster shit. I didn't. So then she's going to mismanage the money and then she's going to blame him for not having the college savings. Uh, The private school is not going to get paid for anymore. The private school is not going to get paid for. What she's going to say is this money does not mean you can stop paying for the private school. Dude, I've seen this crazy shit. The kid's going to want to be taking horseback riding lessons. She's going to call him up and say, the kid wants to take horseback riding lessons. He's going to say, pay it out of the child support. She's going to say, that's not what child support is for. And they're going to still be arguing, bickering. She's going to say, you need to pay half or all of the horseback riding lessons. And if you don't, you still a deadbeat. She's going to like, look, he ain't even, he ain't supporting the kids. He doesn't want to support their endeavors. He doesn't want to pay for the tutor the private school, or the horseback riding lessons that she decided to sign them up on. Trust me, brothers, this shit happening all the time. She's going to mismanage the money and still run back for him for one month. When the kids graduate from high school, she's going to say, did you save for their college tuition? And you're going to be like, no, I was giving you X amount of dollars, 18 to 25 to $80,000. Didn't you save for the college tuition? You had primary custody of the kids. And I went back to work. I paid my money, my obligations. Why do I need to have? And trust me, it's done all the time. Where are we at here? Did I get everybody over there? Agent Machine says, log everything. Keep your bank statements, credit card statements, court docs, Court videos, everything. They will lie. Be ready to ghost or else. Be ready and ghost or else. Keep everything. All right, log everything. You guys think we're lying about this. Keep every receipt, everything you paid for. Um, It doesn't matter. Most of the time, they're going to try to get it tossed out anyway. All right, just like this woman didn't agree to anything, I don't agree. I'm not going to pay the rent. I'm not going to do this. And then you're going to say, well, you sign right here. She's going to say, I don't care. (laughs) All right. You're going to go in and say, I pay for this. I pay for baseball uniforms. I pay for the baseball league. I pay for the school. I pay for this. I pay for that. She's going to say, I didn't agree. Shit is crazy. 
Keep your paperwork if you're thinking about even moving in with a woman, which we tell you not to. Shout out to Jean. Is it Jean? S. He says, not advising or saying you should, but this is why some men delete these people or themselves, mostly themselves. This is exactly why. Because most men are very much surprised that they're being treated like this, like a common criminal. Right. And this is what happens to you. You're financially ignorant. You're chasing love. We already covered that in the early part. You got to get ahead of the money. Then you got to handle your paperwork. Then you got to have these prenups. Then you got to not trust people. You guys got to not trust these people. And then men don't have no way out and they delete themselves. Shout out to Stephen W. CGA. I got life insurance on me and my three kids. I pay child support. I live in the D.C. metro area. Kids live in Raleigh. Once a month, I make a drive and rent an Airbnb on long weekends to spend time with them, and I'm still a deadbeat. <laughs> listen. Listen, gentlemen. Listen. I, I think the term deadbeat is often misused, uh, mostly by normies. This guy, listen to what he got. Listen to what he's doing. He paying a he's doing what he's he's doing what he's supposed to do. You ain't doing enough. This is how they control you, man. It is really, really bad out there. So be careful. Johnny Law, thank you, sir, for your co-sponsorship. He says, Johnny Law says he is better off seeking primary greater than 50% custody and hiring a full-time nanny. Better off. I will tell you guys, never go in there asking for uh, a joint custody. All right, I did it, and it was a mistake. I should have asked for full custody. All right, I should have asked for full custody. Um, you know, anytime I always threaten the full custody, so I'm gonna just ask for full custody. All right, because in this situation, I had spoke to an attorney verbatim. They said you cannot penalize the mother for earning less financially because she has less money and can't afford a better living situation than you can. This attorney told me you cannot punish them for lit having a worse financial outcome. Hold on for a second. Go ahead and send it. Send it. Send it right now. Wait. Send that shit. <laughs> so I said, what that mean? Yes, indeed. What that mean? So he's got the money. He's got the bag. He's got the opportunity to provide private school. Look at what he's providing for the kids. Now, she's saying she want primary custody. He's got the better situation. He's like, look, why don't she go get a job? Walmart always hiring. Instead of collecting money from me, why don't you go get a job? However, how can you punish the man because he's in a greater financial position? So what you're saying is you can't punish her, but you can punish the man. Why can you punish the man for being in a better situation, but you can punish you can't punish the woman for being less than. This is supposed to be an equal society. This is supposed to be fair. Court is supposed to be about justice. This is crazy, but this is a reality. So this guy's uh never be never be never be sad that somebody's considering you a deadbeat. You're not really a deadbeat. In the eyes of them, you're a deadbeat. But in reality, you're covering your bases. You're doing everything you should uh should be doing. Somebody said TLA said this. Shout out to TLA. Is he still on vacation? I know he's rubbing that Puerto Rican chick's feet right now. <laughs> Simon Small donated to the Blue Chip Mindset Series. Many thanks for the knowledge. Indeed, man. Shout out to you. Let's get over here. Shout out to Juan Primeris. Says, 
won't pay rent in these streets. You shall dwell, ma'am. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, indeed. All right, and he also says she wasn't with DJ Muster shooting in the gym. Apparently, she says she was. And ladies, in my opinion, he doesn't owe you anything. This is the entitlement we're talking about. Nobody owes you anything because you were with me when I built myself up as a man. As a matter of fact, that's why you selected me as a man. But that didn't keep you from giving free peace leave away to somebody else, allegedly. Did that stop you from doing that? Well, in that case, you chose somebody else. My bitch chose you. Now you take care of her. DG Seymour says, RIP to Josh Seals, Super Bowl dream, great charges. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let me see here. Somebody got great, great charges right before the Super Bowl? Oh, is this the dude? Oh, no. What? Oh, brother, my gosh. Okay, so he won't be playing the Super Bowl. This is the dude that was doing that dance in the end zone. He did. A, he has a funny video of him doing a dance. I think that's him. Yikes. Oh, they done went back in time on his ass. They took the time machine back. Oh, they took the time machine back on that ninja. All right. Uh, timing is everything. So right before he's about to go into the Super Bowl, check it. Check this out. Eagles, Josh Sill indicted on great kidnapping charges in Ohio. I don't know if it's true. He's innocent until proven guilty. Okay. If you ask for full custody, they'll easily give you 50-50. Absolutely, Crystal. That's what we tell guys, man. Do not ask for 50-50 when you go in there. Ask for full custody. Then they're going to settle for you. They're going to have to give you 50-50. But here, go back to Josh Hill. Philadelphia Eagle offensive lineman Josh Hill was indicted on one charge of rape and one count of kidnapping in Wednesday in Ohio, the state attorney general announced. Seal age 25 was indicted, and it says right here, all right, both charges are first-degree felonies. It says right here, the indictment stems from an incident. December 2019th. There it is. Can y'all see that? Can y'all see that? Dude, women be watching you, man. Women be watching you. As you start to elevate, as you start to elevate, I don't know what happened. Let's just say it's a real, uh, it's a real allegation. The timing is curious. They be watching your monkey ass. And here you go again, guys. First of all, your dealings with women have to be taken in consideration in today's time. Everything can be twisted. As he said, she said, you don't want no parts of this shit. Seal allegedly engaged in a sexual activity that was not consensual and held the victim against his will. Okay. I'm not sure if he did it or not, but interesting. The indictment comes days after uh, days before the Eagles are set to play in the Super Bowl. Seal was a rookie in 2022. It is now three. Okay. And had played in one regular season game. Okay. He issued a, he was issued a summons to appear in court February 16th, four days after the Eagles are set to play in the Super Bowl. They're not going to play him. Okay. They're not going to play him. They're, they're not going to play the guy. All right. So even though his, Court appearance is set for four days after the Super Bowl. They they not gonna play him. You can't play a guy that's gonna be indicted on something like this. Um, and so he's gonna lose out on that. Let me see what is there was right here. Okay. Anyway, shout out to well, there goes your Super Bowl dream. He like damn. <laughs> Whether he did it or not, shout out to Craig Coleman. He says black women would rather struggle than submit. Sad. They would rather struggle. They would rather live on their own. They would rather live in a tent. With your child, 
they would rather hate you. They would rather take custody of their child in a lesser situation. And it's not just black women, but many particularly black women do this. And then they complain their whole life how you screwed them over. Mm. All right, man, it's a sad thing, man. Kirby says, had lunch with my boss at my job. Won't miss the blue chip mindset. Thank you for being here. And uh, shout out to Ghost J says, Dick Gregory, Dr. Sebi's coach CGA, money well invested. That's what we doing. Yeah, Jones G, keep hope alive equals dying broke. Yep, keep hope alive. Jesse Jackson was a, um, you guys got to understand, most of these people are were selected for you, and many of them don't have any recipe or, or prescription for you. None of these people do. They're always going to keep you into the position that you're in. All right, Benmo, looks like there's no activity over there at this point, but we'll go over the PayPal. Um, any of these people, they always show up, get their money, and they run. Meanwhile, leaving your ass eating out of a soup can. <laughs> All right. So never believe in any of these people. These people are they're 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 not admirable people. And they don't speak for me at all. Chairman Mo, hey, hey, coach and the coach gang. So let me get this straight with the woman. She had an ATM between her legs, and she ran ran through more times than the Hunlow Tunnel, and the ATM has run out of funds. Wow, okay, this is unreal. I don't know what sound effect you should use to describe this coach. So is your choice. Here's the sound effect here. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Um, Thanos was right. <laughs> Thanos was right. You cannot live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Okay. So anytime somebody runs back to you and they're trying to extort you, shake you down, play the victim, just know that they failed in life, and that's a win enough for you. That's definitely a win enough for you, and you can use that as an opportunity to let them know you're a loser. Mm. Snap time. Small donation from Simon Small to the Blue Chip Mindset series. Blue Baggins says just being in a relationship, not even a marriage, but a relationship, a 304 will feel entitled to your money years later. Well, listen, this is a teaching point. This is a teaching point. Women always will charge you for the past use of their center cut. This is how they think. Now, this doesn't mean they're wrong. But the entitlement is you always owe. There's always a payment to be made. For instance, like this Eagles football player. Oh, you, you living better now, Coogee sweater now? Well, remember that time I gave you some peace leave? Let's talk about that again. Three, four years ago when I gave you some, let's talk about it. Oh, remember that time I gave you some peace leave? Yeah, well, bring your truck over. I need help moving this weekend. I got to get out of here. I'm getting evicted. What are you talking about? I'm not, I'm not bringing my truck over. You gave me some peace leave five years ago. I, I don't owe you anything. In her mind, she does. If you marry a woman and uh, you take her off the marketplace for time, you put babies in her, you ravage her body, and then you break up, many times caused by her or initiated by, initiated by her, She's going to come back and say, well, you owe me for all that sex we got when we were married. You owe me for the past use of uh, my vagina. This is what we call vagina money. Shout out to Tom Likas. You owe me vagina money. See, every time we had sex when we were married, now you, you owe me for that. And you'd be like, what about all the times you didn't give me sex? Yeah, when, yo, when you smell like an onion. What about all the time you... Turn me down for six. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? 
Nothing. So guys, do not be surprised. Women will always come up with a receipt for their vagina in when it guards to you. Even your mother will come in and say, remember I pushed you out of my vagina? You owe me. Mm. Dude, it's how they think. Their bodies are everything for them. <laughs> their bodies is the only thing they got. They ain't got no money. They ain't got anything else. No property, no nothing. Even your own mama be like, hey, you came out of this poom. You owe me. Take care of me. Mm. If it wasn't for this, your old mama will come back and say, you owe me. Their bodies, everything. And not to say they're wrong. It's just how they think. It's just how they think. <laughs> okay. So do not be surprised with them. And all you need to do is just understand it. Remember, what we teach you is understanding women, right? We don't teach you the bad things about them and the good things. We don't teach you here. We teach you how to understand them. Understanding them is their bodies, everything to them. It is the only thing they got. And if they can't leverage it or they feel that you took advantage of it, they can come back and say just about everything to get you back on track. Remember the time. Now, now, some people might say they're wrong. Again, from my perspective, they're dead wrong. That's not what the agreement is because if the agreement was, I'm doing this for your body, that's prostitution, right? Somebody mentioned that early. That's what that is. Oh, you're selling your body? You were selling your body the entire time? Yes, everything's selling her body. I'm just letting y'all know all men pay. If we understand the transaction between men and women, it's a payment. And you will often find it if somebody's asking for child support, payment. If somebody's asking for alimony or uh, palimony, payment. Okay, if somebody's using, leveraging the past time you had sex, payment. If somebody's false al alligatoring you, payment. Domestic violence charges. This is payment for usage of her body. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. See, now that I understand that, I can deal with them accurately, and I'm always on target. It's always bullseye. I get right to the point. This is a transactional relationship. Let's agree to what we're transacting. We need to be in agreement. I know it doesn't mean anything, but I'd rather be in an agreement and be up front as opposed to the back-end deal where she comes in and say, well, I thought, no, we didn't thought shit. You didn't think nothing. We agreed to these principles. Let's get down to brass tacks. Let's cut to the bottom line. Let's agree right now. And at the end of the night, at the end of the night, we can sever this relationship going forward. What would it cost to sever this relationship so that we're not confused about what this is? For this moment, I'm going to transact whatever it is. We're going to go to dinner. We're going to go to a show. We're going to go to a basketball game. We might have some bedroom fun. This is what we're going to do. How much is this going to cost for me to stop seeing you in the morning? Mm. What do you think this is worth? This is worth to her 300, 400, 1,000, two, whatever it is. Okay, let's agree to it. Here's your severance package. Forget about me in the morning. Mm. I owe you nothing going forward. <laughs> because otherwise if there's no agreement hey i'm doing this because i'm nice i'm doing this to get to know you i'm doing this for and then we go to the show we do go to the basketball game we go to the hockey game we we go have some bedroom fun tomorrow morning she's gonna wake up and be like okay i see we had something now this is gonna start calling her shot after the fact 
Well, I want a relationship. I want to get married. I want to be treated like a good woman. I want you to do it again tomorrow. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing this tomorrow. I gave you your severance package. I gave you your parting gift. Do what it, whatever you want. Don't ask for any anything more. No, no, no. We're not doing this tomorrow. We're not going out tomorrow. We don't have a relationship tomorrow. The relationship has been severed based on an agreement between me and you. <laughs> well, there's no relationship. What, what relationship are we talking about? See, they can't come back later and say there's a relationship. Oh, I thought we were going to get married. I thought they can't come back. Why are you kicking me out of your house? Why are you, you just going to push me out into the streets? No, nah. man, you know, that's called leveraging. They're called leveraging their body. Oh, I, I gave you my body. Thus, now you must do X, Y, and Z. No, nah, no, nah, we don't have an open contract. I don't have a blank check. I don't have a signed check, a blank check with my name signed at the bottom, and you could just fill in whatever the hell you want. No, we're going to agree up front, day-to-day. You on a day-to-day ass contract. <laughs> All right, and I don't mind paying a lot more up front then preventing the bullshit in the back end because they can come up with some bullshit that could cost you 15 times would have been to cost for a couple of nights of pleasure. I'm telling you. Mm. But y'all ain't ready for this. Y'all not ready for this mindset. Y'all ready for this? No, you're not ready for this. I don't know where my damn page is. <laughs> All right. I'm not letting you leverage some old past usage of some vagina against CGA. No. Shout out to Wayne Peters. He says, thanks, coach. And we got a little bit of time, so we're going to do the Ocho Cinco. JC says, my 17-year-old daughter texts me saying her mother is going to put her out after graduation. Of course she is. Of course she is. She says she yells at her all the time and punishes her for everything. It's my last two months of child support. It must be the reason. Guys, this is in the playbook of a modern skeezer who fights you for custody. Last tail end of the child support, all of a sudden, she's having problems with the kids. Mm. I'll get to the Ocho Cinco. We do have extra time. All of a sudden, the kids don't listen to them. All of a sudden, they argue. And all of a sudden, the kid need to come live with you. All of a sudden, they drop the kid off on your doorstep. All of a sudden, when that child support running out, their children, she can't control the children. All of a sudden, the daddy needs to fix the bullshit. After fighting this woman for years and years in court, saying that she could take care of the kid, all of a sudden, they booting the kid out, if not sabotaging the kid. Oh, you can stay here and work at Subway all your life. This shit happens all the time. When there's no more cash cow, they boot the kid or they sabotage the kid. This is it's not just in movies. This happens all the time. If, in fact, you go into court and you fight and you get custody, joint or full custody of the kid, you'll find out real fast, parent don't love that kid as much as they think. This is why we call them pawns of the court. Children are used as pawns to get these broke bitches money, period. All right? There's no, if it, there's no middle ground on this. I don't have a middle ground. I don't have a middle ground. It's either that or nothing. <laughs> All right, Mr. Radar says, keep us, keeping us honest, CGA, keeping us honest. We need to be accountable for our decisions in trying to get over on women. We need to understand what it is. All right, last thing here. Let's go to Ocho Cinco's interview here. 
Uh, let's see here. How much of it do I want to cover, though? Uh, because can I use the Shannon Sharp? I might have to use Instagram clips. I might have to use Instagram clips because Ocho Cinco was talking some, some good stuff. There was some stuff I did not agree with. But um, let's go ahead and use it because we got about 15 minutes. Yeah. 15 minutes, Dougie Fresh, you're on, uh, uh, on. Yeah, man, sabotaging, sabotaging your kids is a big one, all right? So they might not kick the kid out, but they'll let the kid be a loser, okay? So that's sabotage. In my mind, that's sabotage, just so you know. So there were, they're, they're, and most of the reason why, and I told you guys this earlier, why you choose to live with your parents, most of the reason why you, your parents tell you to live with you is because they can write you off as a dependent on their taxes and also they can get you to pay some sort of rent. And if you're a male, they can get you to um, also do the masculine things around the house as a fully grown male. So you're basically a husband, your son husband, not basically doing it. It's not out of love. It's out of a, it's a finesse. It's a finesse. And she rather you do nothing. And uh, she, she will be a, uh, what did he call it? She will be an, an enabler of you being a loser. She will, she will benefit from you being a, um, for, for enabling you. She'll she'll benefit financially. All right. Uh so anyway, let's get to this right here. This is oh, this is a portion of the interview. Let's let's break this part down. Let's break this part down. Let's see here. I'll play the whole clip and then we'll come back and, and break it down. Make enough money I can fly private. Fly private? Yeah. I ain't flying private. I spirit. Put me on spirit. Exit row. Window seat. That's all I need. As long as I get from point A to point B. I don't need private athletes more so if you can get to a point in your career where your name becomes bigger than anything you can purchase, there's your value. Wow. My name itself, Ocho Cinco at one point, even still to this day, is bigger than why am I driving a Ferrari? Why am I driving a Rolls Royce and I'm Ocho? Oh, we talk about jewelry and watches and chains. Never bought real anything when I was playing. Never. What was the point? I went to Claire's. So all, so went, all yeah, you do. For yes. For what? What am I doing it for? The women don't deal with you anyway because of who you are. Right. And then the other women who are really doing their homework don't Google how much you're making already. Right. Why am I buying a $50,000 watch? $80,000 watch. What time is it real quick, please? It's uh, 20 minutes to four. How much that cost me? It didn't cost you nothing. Because time is free. So yeah. what I'm paying for, for? Right. For what? I'm Ocho. What's the point? Right. There's nothing I can buy that's bigger than my name alone. So it made no sense. But everybody's caught up in image and looking a certain way and being rich. It's me. It's pointless. You know how hard it is to live like that all the time, consistently, and be fly every day? Yeah. Jewelry and listen, eras of rappers. Think about the era before before us. Right. Everybody was flashy, stunned, stunned. And after 10 years, what happens? They ain't flashy, they ain't stunned. Oh, no, you, you can't. It's impossible to sustain. Right. It's impossible. People, social media. Well. If I spin this bag, I'm gonna just go make it back. It ain't like you think. No. And people they think the cure and the problem, the fix for the problem is, well, give me more money, I'm gonna be all right. But the more you make, the more you spend. Right. If you have no discipline and no structure. Yes, absolutely. Every time. Yes. Every time. Well, just give me more and more. No, the more you get, the more you're gonna spend. And people ain't gonna listen because we are caught up in looking a certain way, living a certain way. 
trying to appease others who don't really care nothing about you. Yeah. Just to say, oh, I got it. Wow. Well, I got it too and I had it for almost 30 years. I done saved, what, 80, 83% of my salary. I don't need validation from nobody on the outside. That's another downfall. In society, we always need validation and acceptance from others. Don't try to live a lifestyle that you know you can't afford. Right. You can't, you can't, you can't do that. Hey, uh, again, I, I'm going to say he used the number 80, 83%. I think I'm a, in agreement with like 83% of what he said there. There's a lot of value there. And just so you guys know, what he's talking about is nothing new. Chad Ochocinco has been talking like this for a long time. All right, he's been talking like this for a long time. Now, there's a couple of things that I would venture away from or not fully agree with, and and we would chalk it up as an agree to disagree. I wouldn't debate him on it. I would just be like, well, I don't agree with that particular statement, and there's nothing wrong with what he said. Uh, let's go back and review it and break it down. I appreciate him sharing this, and now it's getting a lot of people watching. So with that being said here, this is the money. This is the blue chip mindset. And if you want to see the money mindset on Sundays, it is patreon.com backslash coach Greg Adams. And it is also the, um, uh, the blue chip mindset series goes to more extensive things like this. Um, and regards to money. So let's, let's pull it back up. Go back to the beginning here. I'm glad he shared that. I'm going to, Okay, so we got we got our man Shannon Sharp. I was gonna make fun of him, but I'll stop. All right, make enough money I can fly fly, fly, fly private. Yeah, Shh. I ain't flying private. I, spirit, put me on spirit. Exit row, window seat. That's all I need. Long as I get from point A to point B. I um, I, I agree with this in principle, right? So, um, you know, especially if you're beginning, it's you know, first class is one of those things that's a luxury. Uh, five star hotels is a luxury. I'm mostly gonna spend my money on hotels when I travel. Um. And uh, the flight's going to get there at the same time. So I don't always have to go first class. You know, I don't know if I'm going to go Spirit Airline. But you know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to cut corners and I have a tight budget, the plane is probably going to be where I cut the corners. The hotel, I will never cut corners on. I'm always going to stay at the higher ho hotels. Now, there's a difference between being frugal and being cheap, right? So I'm more thinking he's being cheap than frugal. But for the most part, He's going to get to why being cheap, if he is being cheap, why it makes sense, which I agree with, right? Frugal and cheap, even sometimes it's not worth it. Let's continue here. I don't need private athletes more. So if you can get to a point in your career where your name becomes bigger than anything you can purchase, there's your value. Wow. Okay. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. You will find that out as well. I agree that your name, your image, your likeness, I always say that name, image, likeness is going to be worth way more than you actually get back into it in return, right? You can't even quantify what it is. CGA, how much do you make? Man, my name, image, and likeness is worth way more than I probably make. Now, I haven't cashed in on it, but I believe that my name, image, and likeness is probably more valuable than anything that I have. So I like that idea because I want men in general to believe that. You are a brand. I always say you're all a brand. You're a brand. You're a valuable person. As a man, you provide value that many people will overlook, but you know the value you bring. So I like that. I like that mindset. And um, when you get to the point where you are a valuable name, image, or likeness, yeah, man, you're worth more than anything that you can buy. All right, let's continue that. I'm not going to belabor that point. Wow. My name itself, Ocho Cinco at one point, even still to this day, is bigger than, why am I driving a Ferrari? Why am I driving a Rolls Royce and I'm Ocho? 
Okay, so this is where I would dodge a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to dodge a little bit. I'm going to say um, there could be a reason why you would drive a car like that. You like the car. It's not necessarily the car validates you, but um, in this instance, we're probably going to push th this. I think normies, this is, this is something for the normies uh, because what it does is it puts them on the playing field with him and they say, good, as long it's kind of like, if you can't have one, if I can't have one, you can't have one either. Right. And so normies that underachieve in life and can't afford it is they're happy when somebody that can't afford it don't want one. Okay. Then you have to have a Lamborghini. If he doesn't want to have a Lamborghini, that's his own choice, but he can afford one. If he wanted one, he should be able to buy one and not for his validation, but for his own pleasures. But normies love shit like that. Oh yeah. Good. Drive a Mazda. You know what I mean? Drive that Honda Accord. Drive it. Yeah. Drive it like us. Be one of us. Okay. But I wouldn't celebrate that. If he believes that he's trying to put himself on the same plane as others. Like if that's a, if that's a virtue signal, I don't like it. If that's what he really believes, go with it. All right. But it's nothing wrong with having those things. If they have valuable and, and, and maintain their value, some of these things maintain their value. I don't know about buying one either because they don't, they're too much maintenance for me. Right. It's kind of like an attractive woman. I might tell you, I don't want to be with an attractive woman. If that's a virtue signal or low self-esteem, that's bad. But if I say I don't want a beautiful woman because of the maintenance it costs to maintain and keep one and all the strife and the struggle it is to try to think if this woman's gonna be monkey branching or exercise her hypergamy against me, that's a whole nother thing, all right? I choose to say I don't want high-maintenance women. Not because I don't think I can get one. Not because I can't afford one. It's because possibly it might not be worth the value. I'll rent one, though. Mm. <laughs> I'll rent a high-maintenance woman. I think there's value in that. I'll rent a Lamborghini. I'll lease a Lamborghini. But probably owning one, probably not. So let's go in here. Uh, I don't want it to be a virtue signal. And I don't want normies to say, good, you, you live off less because I, I can't afford it either. Let's continue. Oh, we talk about jewelry and watches and chains. Never bought real anything when I was playing. Never. What was the point? I went to Claire's. So all, so went, all yeah, you do. You, yes. For what? What am I doing it for? The women don't deal with you anyway because of who you are. All right. So there's two truths in there. Um, I don't particularly not a big fan of jewelry, but that's just me. If you're a fan of jewelry, fine. Uh, some people do foolish things with jewelry and uh, they don't realize their errors of their way until it's too late, right? And so I look at it, I pretty much will probably spend money on watches, but not necessarily necklaces and earrings. And I do wear earrings. And uh, all of my earrings are from Claire. All right, some are from Amazon. None of them are real. I actually had jewelers try to push real earrings on me. And the funny thing about it, is when I wear them in public, people think they're real, which is sad. They'd be like, oh, your earrings are so beautiful. And they gleam and gl they gleam. They got the good cut color and clarity. Um, they they gleam in the light, all of that cubic zirconium and all of that shit. People think they real. And uh, many of these fake jewelries can look very real. So I personally don't value jewelry like that. Watches, I do, though. So we'll get to that when he gets to that. Yeah, CZ for the win. In my opinion. Now, if I had a lot more money, uh, there was one rapper that said, if you got a thousand, a $100,000 watch, you should be worth 
a billion dollars, right? That's where the descript that's where the affordability should be. However, that's not typically what people do with their money. But look, if you want to wear bust down, if you want to wear, um, you know, ruin your Rolexes and, and kill the value, if you want to go out there and buy ridiculously high priced jewelry for your own pleasures, you do that, but don't virtue signal. All right. And yeah, a lot of this jewelry is fake. Some said I'm too old for jewelry. Really? Damn. Really? Me? Too aggressive? <laughs> really? Me? Too aggressive? You calling me too old for jewelry? Come on, man. I'm too old for some jewelry. I can't. Hold on, man. Let me let me untuck my chain. Let me bling, bling. Look at my shit. You know what I mean? You know, the girls only see this. I'm letting y'all see. Let me untuck my shit. No, this is some really, this is some swap me shit. <laughs> All right, hold up for a second. Come on, man. Really? Me? Too aggressive? Mm. All right, shout out to you. <laughs> Y'all calling me old. Hey, man, I ain't going to take that much disrespect, man. I will have my blinged out shit. Look at my shit. No, anyway. <laughs> I'm trill up in here. You know, I pick my Amazon special. I hide my shit. Anyway, no, shout out to you, man. Hey, um. I don't I don't particularly like wear necklaces on the outside of my shirt. I don't do that. I always wear my on the inside so the ladies can see it. All right. All right. Karate man bruise on the inside. He don't show no weaknesses. Let's get back to this. Let's get back to this. Right. And then the other women who are really doing their homework, don't Google how much you're making already. Right. Why am I buying a $50,000 watch? $80,000 watch. What time is it real quick, please? It's uh, 20 minutes to four. How much that cost me? Didn't cost you nothing. Because time is free. So, okay. So, um, I again agree with the earlier sentiment about not buying a fifty thousand dollar watch. If you don't want to buy a fifty thousand dollar watch, you don't have to. A lot of people buy fifty thousand dollar watches and they're fake and they got jewelry. They got diamonds encrusted. That's dumb because it declines in value many times. As ABL was saying, it's fake. So, if this is a virtue signal, I don't agree. However, the second part of this, I really don't agree. So I agree partially that, yes, sometimes people spend money foolishly on jewelry when they're ignorant. And ignorant doesn't mean a disrespect. It just means you do not know. Right. You think you're going to just go and get things and that, you know what I mean? Like you don't buy things that are going to preserve its value. Um, you know, there's there's watches that preserve their value that are expensive. And if you get it from the right person, you can ensure that it's real. If you're going to buy jewelry at that price, you need to ensure that it's real. Don't just buy it because the jeweler pushes it on you. So that part, I partially agree with. Let's get to the part of time is free. I do not agree with that. I do not agree with that. That is absolute garbage, unfortunately. And I'm not going to call it garbage because I respect Ocho Cinco. That is dumb approach. Time is not free. If you treat time as if it's free, this is where you're going to lose out in life. We've been talking about time, money, energy, attention, and time. Time is the most valuable resource you have. Why? You cannot duplicate it. You cannot go back in time. You can't take the DeLorean. Time should be the primary reason why you do things. As a matter of fact, when you go to your job, you trade time for money. So it has value. Now, you might undervalue it because you might say, I'll take $15 an hour and you're worth $25 an hour. You undervalue your time. You might spend eight hours with a woman and get nothing back but misery and pain. 
you undervalue your time and you wasted it. You're not getting it back. If a woman steals your children in the name of she knows what's the best interest and you don't see your child for five years, how valuable is that time? Time is not free. That time is of ex ex expensive. That time is very expensive. And so what he's trying to say is he can look at his time. He can look and find out what time it is without spending $50,000, which he's right. He doesn't need $50,000 to figure out what time it is. You can find a clock. You can use your cell phone, which isn't free. You can ask somebody. You can ask. You can, there's, I get what he's saying there. But time is not free. Time is the one thing you can't get back that you transact. And people waste time all the time. All right, so waste time. If people say waste time, then it's valuable. Okay, time is valuable. Let's get to the next one. I don't want to belabor that point, but I think I won't agree with that. What I'm paying for, for. Right. For what? I'm Ocho. What's the point? Right. There's nothing I can buy that's bigger than my name alone. So it made no sense. Yeah. I mean, I feel that. I feel it. And I agree with that. But everybody's caught up in image and looking a certain way and being rich. It's me. Okay, so yeah, he said he's comfortable in his own skin. I don't need flashy stuff. Um, I do need seven baby dad, baby mamas though. But that's not. We're not gonna go talk about that. Um, he does have several baby mamas. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. And he talks about himself in third person, so you know he's serious. <laughs> oh, he also mentions status, right? Um, as they say, there most of the time, if you show what you have, you'll have more. You have a lot of haters, and the haters will be more vocal than the people who appreciate you. So be concerned about that, about the things that you get. And I know a lot of YouTubers, Virtue Single, again, they'll say things like, you shouldn't show what you have. I don't like to show what I have. I don't like to show my cars. I don't like to show my house. Um, sometimes it can be a source of motivation, though, for people. Like I was homeless 10 years ago. Like I chose to be homeless 10 years ago through decision making and a tough transition in my life in which I lost you know, momentum in my career, lost my family the way it was intact and, uh, you know, was starting over in life at age 36, living in my car and everything was changing around me. And it was a tough, tough choice, time in my life, tough decision. I didn't have a roof over my head. I had a Ford Explorer that I was living in the back end, fortunately. OK, and I used that to redirect the energy to get to the point where I'm at today, whether you think it's a good point or not. That's what I did. I made the sacrifice, took the risk. Um, maybe if I show what I've accomplished, it could be a source of motivation to someone. So saying don't show it off uh, for the people who will feel bad about you obtaining it or jealous or making you a target is to me a virtue signal. It's a virtue signal. And it is the, it's the old adage of if I can't buy one, you shouldn't show it. To me, that reeks of a lot of male jealousy, mostly male jealousy, haterism, and whatnot. It, it reeks of that shit. And I don't like when people say, I don't so show shit so others won't be mad. I, I, I don't like that. I get it. You don't want to be a target. You don't want people to be in your business. But I don't like the fact that people are going to feel bad about themselves so you don't show it. I, I don't like that. But don't be out here impressing people. If you really can't afford the lifestyle that you're living, don't show it. Anyway, let's continue here. Let's continue. It's pointless. You know how hard it is to live like that all the time, consistently, and be fly every day? Yeah. Jury and yeah. Listen, eras of rappers, 
think about the era before before us. Right. Everybody was flashy, stunned, stunned. And somebody says, what happened to the normal 1.3K listening? Yeah, you're, you're on the wrong channel. <laughs> He's looking at 200 people listening. He's like, how come nobody's listening to him? Well, there's almost 2,000 on the other channel. Continuing. After 10 years, what happens? They ain't flashy, they ain't stuck. No, you, you can't. It's impossible to sustain. Right. It's impossible. People, social media. Well, if I spin this bag, I'm going to just go make it back. Okay, so one thing he's going to talk about here that I partially agree with, he's saying that a lot of times to keep up with this is very tough. Yeah, uh, I have drip, but I don't like to get dressed like that all the time. Like, I have suits, but, you know, getting dressed like that, for what reason to me, sometimes it's like, oh, I don't even feel like it. Then I make a black T-shirt as my uniform. All right, so one thing there that I want to mention is that that he's talking about um, – you can't keep up with it, then you can't afford it later on. What tends to happen is once you get these things, it loses value to you. It loses value to you. So, for instance, if I get something and let's say the, a car, if I get an expensive car, as soon as I get it, it has high value. After six months, it doesn't have high value. Like it to me, it's normal. But to other people who see you, it's of high value still. So over time, once you are able to get everything you want, Buying things means very little. It doesn't mean what it used to mean. So that's the life you're going to experience. So hopefully after a couple of years, you get the toys and then you get knowledgeable about money. You buy good toys that are have assets that are assets. They're not liabilities. They're not fake. And then after a while, you're going to be like, oh, well, all right, it's just a Porsche. Well, other people, it's like, wow, it's a Porsche. But for you, you're like, it's just a portion. So over time, that should wear off. But if you're continuing to live that way 10, 20, 30 years, you might run into some problems. You might run into some problems. All right. So let me see here if there's anything else he wants to add. It ain't like you think. No. And people, they think the cure and the problem, the fix for the problem is, well, give me more money. I'm going to be all right. But the more you make, the more you spend. Right. If you have no discipline and no structure. Yes. True. Absolutely. That's absolutely true. Um. This is why money doesn't solve your problems, your your knowledge about money. And if you do get a bag, you must do your best to invest that bag because nothing lasts forever. Don't think you're going to be on YouTube for 10 years and getting that YouTube bag. Don't think you're going to be playing football and basketball the rest of your life. Don't even think you're going to be at your job for the rest of your life. Not even for five years. Don't even bank on it. So if you get to a peak position, it's important that, yeah, you better enjoy the money. Be frugal. Don't be excessively treat. Reward yourself. Pay yourself. And also, um, you know, treat yourself. But also know that the ride can come to an end. And when it comes to an end, all that lifestyle is going to change significantly. I agree with him on that one. Absolutely. Every time. Yes. Every time. Well, just give me more and more. No, the more you get, the more you're going to spend. And people ain't going to listen because we are caught up in looking a certain way, living a certain way trying to appease others who don't really care nothing about you yeah. just to say, oh, I got it. Agreed. Agreed on that. Nothing to add to that. I agree on that one. Yeah. So people do get caught up in impressing people that mean nothing. All right. And then they end up creating more jealousy around them. Sad. Wow. Well, sh I got a two and a half for almost 30 years. I didn't save what? 80, 83 percent of my salary. I don't need validation from nobody on the outside. That's another downfall in society. We always need validation and acceptance from others. Don't try to live a lifestyle that you know you can't afford right you can't you can't you can't do that yeah 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 i agree i agree with that
I agree with that. So if as long as he's not virtue signaling and trying to make the normies feel good, fine with me. And I'm glad he saved 83% of his salary. Uh, there's another guy like that, Mar Marshawn Lynch, also is doing that. And I also think the guy, the tight end for the Patriots, Gronkowski, also did something like that. So a lot of NFL players that do that, especially in a job like that, you have to be very conscious of where your money is going. If you have a normal job, maybe not as much, but you, but you have less to work with. So I, I like it. I like it. I like 83% of the stuff he said there. All right, just a slight disagreement. Let me get to these Super Chats and get out of here. All right, shout out to AV Network Guy, another small donation to keep the blue chip, chip mindset alive. By the way, I'm in Midtown, New York. That asteroid from earlier hit me first. All right, shout out to you. You out there, Dunzo. All right, no asteroid. Stop bringing asteroid to Midtown Manhattan. Did I get Wayne? Wayne says... Did I get Wayne? I did. Uh, let me see. Mario, full speed Mario, let your chain hang on them busters. Ha <laughs> ha. All right, shout out you. Man, listen, I've been watching Friday. They told me to tuck my chain in. Pop my collar, though. All right, but they told me to tuck my chain in. All right. Anyway, I'm too old for this stuff. I'm an old man. I should be in Argyle socks, Coogee sweaters, them old Bill Cosby Coogee sweaters, and penny loafers, right? That's what I'm going to do. All right. Anyway, tuck your chain. <laughs> Debo ain't here no more, fortunately. No more Debo. Shout out to rest in peace to Tiny Lister. Uh, Chairman Mo, did I get you? I did. And then let me check Venmo. Venmo must be bugging today. All right. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. Shan says, Coach, would it be possible to get a future show? on why we should avoid women who grew up without a father at home, please. Maybe we'll do that tonight. He says, I think a full show dedicated to this topic will get the point across. And there's a lot of uh, evidence as to why we should do that. It would be a smart thing to do. And I often do, and we'll talk about that tonight. I have a criteria in dealing with women. If they collect child support, I don't deal with them. I won't date you. I will fornicate with you, though. <laughs> All right. But I might not even do that. It might be worth. I'll have a choice. I might be like, ah, maybe I'll pass that up. If you're collecting alimony, if you're not legally divorced, if you're married, all right, automatically gone, automatically off the map. Um, If you're in excessive debt, you're just going to be a bust down. You're just going to be a slump buster. If you're in excessive debt, if you um single mother, automatically down the rain. Single mother, by choice. You chose to be a single mother. Like, ah, I didn't want my daddy to be cu have custody, so I moved across the country. Automatically. Slump buster. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to slump busters. You a slump buster? That's all you're going to get. You're going to get this Jimmy hat, and that's it. All right. If you've been raised with no father, you're not relationship material. I'm sorry. It's just a roll of the dice. If your father was not in your life or you excommunicated yourself from your father, other than the fact that he, he had to be somewhat physically abusive, sexually abusive. I get that. There's always an exception to the rule. But if you were raised with no daddy, you a slump buster, you automatically dis you automatically out you you drop down the rung of possibilities of a relationship. Mm. Only fans. You automatic non-relationship. Instagram model gone. You're going to get the beat down of your life or at least of my life. You might not enjoy it, but I will. I'm going to go ahead and get that beat down in. 
All right, but I'm going to enjoy it. You might not, but listen, you're an Instagram model. You're an OnlyFans girl. you here for my pleasure. I'm not here for yours. If I'm in a romantic relationship, I'll care how she thinks about it, but I won't if you, we just having some fun. <laughs> but listen, we might have to go over the seven qualifications of mate, uh, seven levels of mate qualification right there. I got to put this in here. All right, fatherless women. All right. And ladies, it's not your fault. You know whose fault it is? It's not your fault that your father wasn't in your life. There's an 80% chance that it's your mama's fault. <laughs> it's an 80%. Ladies, it's not your fault. Because look, I, I'm not holding it against you. Unless you said, I don't want my daddy in my life, right? I'm not holding it against you. However, if your dad is not in your life, there's an 80% chance your mother is the direct reason why he's not there. And that's why I will not treat you with relationship material. That's why. Anyway, and I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. Go ask your mama as to why your daddy wasn't around. And you'll probably get a clear indication of why you became the woman you are. And this is going to be an accurate assessment. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. And uh, shout out to 2K teacher. Ocho is smart, except for when it comes to women. He says engaged to be a single, engaged to a single mother with two kids. He has four kids. She told him she didn't need him, and he married her anyway. Give him the bell, coach. He's Dunsky. Yeah, should we take advice from him? Hey, we all been stupid with women, so we'll give him the benefit of a doubt. Too many baby mamas is not a good indicator of treating yourself well financially. He probably spent more in child support. He probably could have bought five Ferraris in what he spent in child support. So give him the undertaker bill. All right, man. Anyway, shout out to him and shout out to the coach game. We'll be back tonight. Peace. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man.